0: Back with yet another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. We are back with episode 317, rocking it as I promised, part two from our visit to Maryland, where we covered the 25th Biennial Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association's National Conference. And it was a good one. We had a great time there, had some great interviews. Like I said, this is going to be finishing up those interviews as part two of that. But before we do that, I've got to catch up on some jack wagons and some Leadhead Brigade Heroes, and i got to give some shit away, because I know you guys are just chomping at the bits for me to give some more stuff away. And to help me do that, I have a very special guest from Dooley Defense, Mr. Nick Dooley himself, ladies and gentlemen.
1: How are we doing? I love all that studio audience applause that we get when we come in on this.
0: (laughs) I think I'll do the little kids clapping for you, the golf clap. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) Clap, 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 clap. (laughs) This is going to be a really big show. We've got uh, Mission First Tactical. We've got Medicine in Bad Places. And we've got Gaseley. In addition to all that... With our Jack Wagons, our Lead Head Brigade heroes, Nick Dooley, and a suppressor, a silencer. I know I say suppressor. I know I say silencer. I'm one of those as far as that goes. I don't care how you say it. But a magazine is a magazine and a clip is a clip. So (laughs) I don't feel those are interchangeable. What about you? What's your stance on the whole, what do you call a silencer?
1: You know, silencer suppressor can, you know, as I said before, a lot of times if somebody wants to try and get on the oh, I'm gonna use the right terminology train. Yeah, I'll say, all right, let's break out the gun mufflers.
0: The gun mufflers. But silencers. I mean, I know I know what they're called, I know what they are, you all do too, and we're giving away one. So if you if you critique how I say it, you're not gonna fucking win.
1: <laughs> well that and I'm not you gonna know, pick you. <laughs> And and if you really have a problem with it, look at the name of the company from which we are giving it away. It is Rebel Silencers. Rebel Silencers. It's not Rebel Suppressors.
0: Yep, and it's Silencer Co.
1: Dead air silencers.
0: Dead air silencer. You, you go. Know, it's, so we'll go with silencers because the name of the the companies know what to call them, so we'll call them silencers.
1: Yeah, it's that that whole suppressor thing is one of those where I don't know where that came up. That's kind of like that whole, you know, gun shop. Loophole or gun show loophole—they keep saying that they're going to have. <laughs> you think it's a,
0: a made-up media um, word? suppressor
1: well, it, it might not even be a made-up media word. It, I think it's something that you know some guy who's still wearing his you know khaki vest, like he's going to go on an African safari, is going. Yeah. Oh no, now you can't call these silencers because those are illegal, but this suppressor just uses a two hundred dollar tax stamp.
0: Yeah, maybe that's the difference. Suppressors don't cost you two hundred dollars, for silencers do. I don't know. Anywho, whoever wins this, uh, all laws apply. You're responsible for the $200 tax stamp uh, and anything else that's local or uh, to your Uh, state-specific. Dooley's just giving uh, you the can. It's going to send it to your FFL, and then you've got to pass all the the tests for that.
1: (laughs) Yep, that that will be up to you to, to complete the task after the The form three goes th- through and it gets sent to your local FFL SOT. A lot of people think the form four paperwork is is this big scary monster, but it's not. So it's you know like when when I sell them here and do mine, it's it literally takes five minutes to fill out the form on the computer mm-hmm. because I use the silencer shop e form that's available for any SOT. So any gun shop that is selling silencers can use that and just auto populate the form. Because they make it so you can't fill out the paperwork wrong, right? But after you do gone through and said, okay, nope, we're we're doing the paperwork, we're sending this in. We have to decide, you know, it's if you're going to do it as a trust or as a uh, individual. The trust was something that before a, ru- a ruling on the ATF d- did in 2016, which I'm not going to go down that whole rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that before on the show. Now I thought that they had made the trust thing where you couldn't do that
1: anymore, has that been reversed? Oh, no, you can still do the trust. Yeah. It's just uh, now everyone who's on the trust has to have a you know passport photograph and fingerprint card sent in if they're a responsible gotcha. person on the trust. Gotcha. So a lot of people just, you know, before 2016, a lot of people would do that because they said, oh, well, you know, it's – Chief law enforcement officer back in the day used to have to sign off saying, yes, you can have this because you weren't a criminal. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore. Gotcha. So.
0: But you still get the trust set up. So if you have specific questions, get in touch with Nick and he will let you know.
1: Yep. It's, because other he than does that,
0: this day in and day out.
1: Other than that, it's really pretty simple. You you fill out a form and it's not that dissimilar from uh, the 4473 you fill out for buying a firearm. Mm-hmm. And then you send you know, your your payment method along with an envelope to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, where the ATF cashes your check. And then after they cash your check, they send that packet of you know, your your bundle of paperwork to West Virginia, where they do the background checks.
0: And who knows how long that's taken
1: nowadays? Yeah, that's that's an up in the air.
0: What are you seeing? What are you seeing as far as turn time goes? In your, your so, and you're in Idaho, right?
1: I'm in South Dakota.
0: How, how, and, how do I always get that wrong? I know <laughs> you're in South Dakota.
1: <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's because we all blend into the Great White North, I guess. Is that what it is? <laughs> but oh
0: uh, you white boys no, look the same.
1: You know that happens. <laughs> and uh, when when we get into that, it's getting into times they, they have, from my understanding, tripled the amount of people who are doing the checks. Okay. So that that section has tripled in size. So nice. there are reports of people as low as six months, but I still am seeing an average of about probably ten months.
0: Okay, on people
1: coming in now.
0: So just expect to wait. Also, so you're not going to get yep. this thing overnighted to you. So I'm just trying to build expectations here for people, Nick. You know, so it,
1: exactly. You you can't do but that. But we uh,
0: but we are giving away and and talk about the the silencer that we're giving away. Tell tell so them the, describe it.
1: The silencer we're giving away is a, is a twenty-two caliber silencer, and what that means is, well, this is a rimfire can. It's twenty-two, so twenty-two magnum, and then all of the rimfire cartridges, because this is actually rated for all rimfires. So your seventeen HMR, twenty-two long rifle, any of those things can all be used with this. Right. One of the major benefits of, uh, particularly this rebel style of silencer, is as we all know, if we shot in a twenty-two, twenty-two is pretty dirty. You know, it, it creates a lot of carbon buildup, and you've got to break out that Modern Spartan Systems carbon destroyer and break all that stuff down when you clean it. There you go. So the, the benefit to this is it's a tubeless design, so you literally just unscrew the baffle stack, and everything's right there. There's no external tube for it. It's just a series of baffles screwed into each other.
0: And you know, Modern Spartan looks- Systems has a cleaning kit specifically for silencers
1: yep and that would be a perfect use for it because yeah. 22 cans you know they build up all dirty, that carbon and,
0: dirty dirty dirty
1: oh it's dirtier than a normal can even yeah and then you use that so they're easier to break down and clean they're super lightweight so they don't mess with any barrel harmonics or anything like that and you know it just makes everything more pleasant to shoot
0: yeah and we've got a a whole list of eligible lead heads that uh that may you you may get your name called today as the winner. And just yep. to name a few of those, Nick, who uh who all are we looking at
1: here? Well, let's see here. We have got Katie, you know, just looking at all the different posts from uh, Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, Austin yep. is always throwing things out.
0: Always, yeah. He's yep. always in the thick of our giveaways. Good good supporter of the show.
1: Yep, we have uh Jay Edgar
0: J Edgar Hoover, <laughs> J Edgar Paradox or something like that, right?
1: Yep, J Edgar Paradox. Yeah, and then uh, we have uh, John Adams the Third through some really good looking stuff out there. Yeah, we have,
0: uh, and I'm not eligible, so don't don't read mine. We got Mark Peck. Yep, we got Amber Peck also.
1: Yep, I, I'm not eligible either. Neither is my wife. All right, so. y'all put up
0: some good posts. You, uh, you definitely were, were pushing and promoting it as well. Uh, yep. Big, Ed. Big Ed. Yep, Big Ed did. Leadhead approved.
1: Jacob as well did.
0: Jacob Rosecki. We got the PewPewRN also. So, a lot of you, a lot of you, leadheads. Jay Spill uh, took part in this. So, thank you for the participation. One of you, we're giving it away today on this show. So, one of you leadheads is going to be the winner. So, we're going to announce that. Later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. But before we get into those, we've got some jack wagons and some lead Head brigade heroes to take care of, Nick.
1: Oh yeah, Gunny, bring that train on in.
2: Uh, do or die. Hold them high at eight tonight. It is time for the
3: talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All
0: right. So the train has stationed, and you know, I took a I took a little bit off when I went to to Maryland to do the, the FLEOA thing. So we've got some buildup of jack wagons here and we need to, we need to clear the slate. So I'm going to let you start off with the first one. Who's the first one we're going to throw on for old gunny.
1: Well, the, the first one we need to throw on, uh, he doesn't need any more media attention. You know, he, he he's caused more memes than I think he <laughs> ever would have otherwise.
0: I know who you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs>
1: But uh, we don't need to spend a lot of time on him, but uh, you know, old Beto. Robert? Francis.
0: <laughs> Robert Francis O'Rourke or something like that? Is that his name?
1: Yep, yep, that'd be him. Goes Calls himself Beto.
0: Yeah, but, Beto, Beto. I mean, he came up with his own nickname, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how all that pans plans out. So but, as
0: everybody's probably heard by now, he's coming after our ARs and our AK-47s. AR 15s and AK 47s.
1: Hell yes, we're going to take your AR 15, your AK 47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans
0: anymore. He's coming after him. He's going to take them. He's taking them from us. Nothing we can do about it,
1: right? Yep, that, that's what he said.
0: <laughs> well, what we do about it is not elect him president, for one.
1: Yeah, that that would be the first thing. We'll, or for we'll see, any uh,
0: or any public office, this guy needs to just disappear, go away. Don't don't give him any support on anything. When he posts crap like this, don't watch his videos, don't repost them, just to show what an idiot he is, because that just gives him attention, and that's what he wants.
1: And and don't get on his Twitter feed and argue with the other trolls in the comment section.
0: Exactly, that just adds fuel to their fire. That's exactly what they want. So, yeah, Beto, Robert, Francis, whatever your name is, uh, welcome to the Jack Wagon Train. Again, I think he's made it before, too. He he said something else.
1: Uh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. So
0: good luck with that campaign there, good buddy. All right, so this next one, and like I said, uh, you guys have been sending these in, so thank you for sending them in. A couple of weeks, two or three weeks old, some of these, and you probably heard about them. Uh, but some of them you may not, so like I said there's no timeline on being a jack wagon we're going to get you on the train so we'll go back years if we need to to get you back on the to get you on the the talking like jack wagon train. This one is vegan Sue's neighbors for barbecuing in their backyard and this was posted September the eighth 2019 so earlier this month uh, it's actually in Australia which I'm sure this has probably happened here in America too, but it says a vegan woman has filed a lawsuit against her neighbors complaining about the smell of meat and fish coming from the barbecues wafting into her yard. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Australia's uh, Celia Cardin took her case to the Supreme Court of Western Australia. It's made it to the Supreme Court. Holy crap. Citing her neighbors barbecuing, smoking, and children playing basketball, among other complaints. Cardin is accusing her neighbors of doing it all on purpose. It's deliberate, she told Nine. All I can smell is fish. I can't enjoy my backyard. Cardin's complaint was tossed out of court earlier this year, and she filed an appeal.
1: (laughs) I, I I don't even have words for that because
0: oh, I don't either.
1: That's what happens w- when they become a parody of themselves, right? Like you go, they can't go that far, and then someone does, and you go, "Yeah, that that is, they did that." You know what they that say? Is reality person is, person
0: is reality is stranger than fiction, and this, yep. you know, this is and this is how. Oh, I mean, this is in Australia, though. This is the whole world. I mean, this sounds like something that definitely would happen in America. And I'm sure it probably has. Uh, there's been people try this. But uh, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And there's a video to you. This comes from WKRN.com. And uh, I guess you can just uh, Google vegan woman Australia, something like that. And there's a video here, too. I haven't watched this video. I just... Again, I don't like to push and promote stupidity and give these people any more attention than... Uh, I don't like to give them any more attention, period. <laughs> That's
1: it. Exactly.
0: Uh, other than to let you know that this stuff is actually real and is out there. So, <laughs> All right, who's our next
1: one, Nick? Oh, the next one came up... Uh, this one's actually just from four days ago, the one that uh found here. Okay. And this one's from... Manila, Arkansas. Manila. Brought to you by KAIT8. They're on your side.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> but uh, well, they just seem like the, the Kate at eight would be the one saying that.
0: The Kate at eight.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, uh, burglary suspect shot after telling homeowner, quote, give me that gun before you hurt yourself, old man. So. <laughs>
0: So, the so says, burglar actually told the guy to give him the gun before he hurt himself.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, when a Mississippi <laughs> County man awoke to find a burglar in his home, he told him to leave. The suspect told him to hand over his gun. Sheriff deputies say that's when the homeowner shot him.
0: <laughs> he says, I'll give you part of my gun, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the lead part.
1: Yep, the victim told deputies he had woken around 5 a.m. Tuesday to a loud noise at his house on East First Street. Stop by, say hi, and uh, the homeowner grabbed his gun and began searching the home. In the living room, he found a man he did not know. Told the burglar to leave, but the burglar ignored him. According to Sheriff Dale Cook, began fixing himself something to eat and drink.
0: What the hell? This guy's just making himself at home. (laughs)
1: And once again, he was told to leave. The suspect unplugged the television, and then told, told the victim, "Give me that gun before you hurt yourself, old man." The homeowner then fired one shot at the man, striking him in the leg. <laughs> 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 he
2: nice. was taken to
1: a Jones, He was taken to a Jonesboro hospital and treated for his injuries before being arrested and charged with residential burglary.
0: So, did this guy know? I mean, is it say anything about whether they knew each other or what?
1: No, he, he did not know him. He didn't know just, this, dude this guy, at all. Uh, broke into his house and started uh, cooking himself some lunch.
0: I mean, he made himself at home. He's making lunch. Probably didn't even <laughs> offer dude a, a sandwich. Yeah. Didn't then, offer the I, old man a sandwich. Okay, bit. So he thought he was at Waffle House, I guess. I don't know. Getting, yeah. Getting him off a of Waffle House. And, and dude showed him. Taught him a <laughs> lesson.
1: <laughs> Alcohol may have been a factor.
0: <laughs> Does it say that in the, in the report? <laughs>
1: Well, it, it doesn't, but one could probably... Probably
0: crack cocaine had something to do with it. Yeah. Let's see. Officers arrived. They found 47-year-old Charles Lancaster uh, suffering from a gunshot wound to the leg. He was taken to a Jonesboro Hospital treated for his injuries before being arrested and charged with residential burglary. Uh, he's being held in Mississippi County Detention Center in lieu of a $75,000 bond. There you go. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he. I guess he could have shot him in the head if he wanted to. But he, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't, again, another one of those got. there's no words. I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's go to our next one. And uh, I'm going to, I don't know, I don't think we've done this one yet or not. There's another HOA. I think this is the one that we were trying to do uh, a while back, but the link wasn't good.
1: Yeah, I don't think we've talked about that.
0: Yeah, so an HOA, an HOA, for those who don't know, a homeowners association. So when you live in certain subdivisions, they have these organizations that help keep uh, things to a certain standard. I guess you would say. We've got one in the subdivision that I live in, and they're they're douchebags. They've been harassing me for the better part of a year now on just ridiculous things. So I, I can kind of feel for this and. This comes from Pinellas County. I guess that's Florida. HOA tells Clearwater officer to move her police cruiser into her garage or face legal action. So they've actually got a police officer that lives in their subdivision, which in most things, I think even insurance companies see that as a positive thing, and it helps with your insurance costs you know, lowers them and stuff like that. But anyway... Uh, This police officer is facing an ultimatum in her East Lake neighborhood. Stop parking her marked police cruiser in her driveway or pay hundreds of dollars in violation cost. The first thought is, is this a joke? Like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard of, said Dan Powery, a family friend, speaking on behalf of the officer uh, and her husband, who is also in law enforcement. So they both are. Every place that I've ever lived, if I had a police cruiser parked next to me, I felt safer. State law says HOAs can't prohibit commercial vehicles from parking in driveways, but an opinion issued in 2005 by the state attorney uh, says a law enforcement vehicle is not considered commercial. They don't have that vehicle for the purpose of profit, Perry said. Uh, So it goes on. There's a big legal thing going on here. But it says basically that the Lakewood agrees but says her cruiser is issued by a government agency and therefore violates HOA rules. So the HOA people are agreeing that, hey, we got no problem with it, but our laws, our things, state that she can't have it. Well, I think as leaders of the HOA, you can overrule that kind of stuff and not send letters and just... Overlook it, you know what I mean? Apparently, they've got some uh, hard ass in the subdivision that doesn't like police officers and uh, is insisting they give them a hard time. The Clearwater Police Chief has come to his officer's defense, sending a statement late uh, Tuesday. The actions of this association to changing the rules is disappointing to say the least. If you are going to change the rules on them, it seems logical to provide a grandfather clause that the association will honor, not a grandfather clause they can change their mind on honoring. Maybe there are bad rules sometimes. You don't enforce those rules. You change those rules. That's kind of what I was trying to say, so there you go.
1: Well, I just want to know, it's hey, you, police officer, I'm going to call the cops on you for parking your car there.
0: Well, it's not even they're calling the cops. <laughs> they're suing them.
1: I, I I know, but it's they're going to have to have some law enforcement show up. Right, it's, All to right, try we'll wait.
0: to try and enforce it, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, oh my gosh, these HOA people—they uh, just got nothing better to do.
1: You're, you're not wrong. It's so if you guys uh, are in Clearwater,
0: yeah, if you guys are in Clearwater and uh, you're familiar with this, give uh, give that officer some support.
1: Generally, when I've seen this, the people who do this in, in HOAs or other small. You know, organizations—it's the only thing they've ever been put in charge of their entire life. The only think they little
0: have bit to. of power that they've ever had, yeah.
1: So they're like, "It's a power oh, thing." This. Yep, and hey. then they think they have all of this, and when you look at them,
0: that's exactly what the little old old nitty bitty in in my subdivision is. I mean, she's like retired, got nothing else to do, and is just yep. a busybody, just a freaking to- busybody. Yeah, you know,
1: like drive around and look and make sure everybody's paint is appealing on their windows and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> ridiculous yeah. stuff. Oh, you've got a branch that's dead. You need to cut that out of your tree. Like, woman, you better get out of my yard or I'm gonna sit my dog fine. on
1: you. <laughs> yeah, but Oshi wouldn't do anything. Oh,
0: poor Oshi. He's getting on up there in age. He's you know, he's over ten now. He celebrated his tenth birthday this past July. And with oh, uh, yeah. those who are familiar with Great Dane's, you know, that that's, you know, pretty much as far as they make it. But I mean, he's doing great as far as his alertness and, you know, his enthusiasm and everything. Still got a lot of energy, but his hips and his, it's actually his ankles that he's having problems with too. So, yep,
1: I've got a, a nine-year-old lab that's in the same boat where... I'm starting a, to have the hip problem. Yeah, I've got medicating a nine
0: year old lab. I'm giving him therapy and I'm massaging, working that stuff out. They say there's some sort of a laser thing that you can do too that helps with their like with their ankles. So we're gonna look into that. But he's a good boy. He's doing good. He's a good boy.
1: Oh, she's a good boy. Yep.
0: Alright, so what's our next one?
1: So our next one, uh, I'm pretty much gonna throw San Francisco on this.
0: Just the whole San Francisco? I mean, why not? Well,
1: the, the the Board of Supervisors, really, because again and in another one that doesn't really any more need any more news attention they made, but South Dakota Board of Supervisors has gone through and decided that the NRA is a terrorist organization.
0: Okay. So they and what's a board of supervisors? I, they, I think what do they su- what do they supervise? A board of the, supervisors.
1: The the way I understand it is the way this looks is it's uh like they have it'd be like an alderman or commissioners or something like that. However, they want to say it. But
0: sounds like an HOA to me.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just the city one. The city but, HOA
0: uh, is what it sounds like to me. But they passed a resolution declaring the National Rifle Association a domestic terrorist organization. So they yep. can just arbitrarily come up and just call anybody or any organization that disagrees with them a terrorist organization, a domestic ter- terrorist organization, huh?
1: Yep, because uh, they're saying that the the U.S. is plagued by an epidemic of gun violence and accuses the NRA of using its, quote, considerable wealth and organizational strength to promote gun ownership and incite gun owners in acts of violence, end quote.
0: And how is it it inciting acts of violence? I don't think I've ever seen the NRA um, in any of their posts encourage any of their members or non-members for that fact to, to commit violence in any way with a gun or without a gun. Whereas Antifa, that is their whole goal is to be disruptive, to be violent, uh, to cause chaos. And they're not ruled a domestic terrorist organization organization by this, uh, board of HOA supervisors. (laughs)
1: Yeah, where where they're quite literally like assaulting people with hammers and you know and bricks and things like that where you know that that is terrorism
0: i mean that's that <laughs> is the definition of terror of domestic terrorism yeah <clears throat> i just i don't get these people i don't get it and that's what drives me crazy
1: well it's it's because half of them live in an echo chamber where all they do is sit somewhere and parrot ideas back and forth to one another, one another, and they've never listened to a dissenting opinion. And then the second they do, it's, you know, you must be evil because you don't think the way I do.
0: I know, but these people aren't the majority of our country, but yet that's all we hear about. Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I, I entirely do.
0: Why can't we get a a conservative... I know, I know. One of you leadheads, we've got to have a millionaire leadhead out there somewhere. One of you, one of you leadheads that listens to this has got to be a a millionaire. Got to have a lot of disposable income. You know, why not start a? I don't want to call it conservative, but just a a logical thinking media outlet. <laughs> is that, but we already have. Is that. that too much to think? What? Who is that?
1: It's talking lead. It's talking lead. <laughs> but,
0: I need somebody to get talking, Lead. What are you playing Legos or something?
1: No, I had to move some stuff because I had a bunch of things fall over on my desk.
0: Oh shit! Okay,
1: <laughs> we're good here.
0: Yeah, but you know, we need a we need like a you know, YouTube. We need a Facebook. We need somebody on our side to start one of those services. You know, I wish I had millions of dollars to be able to 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 be able to do that, but um, I know there's a Leadhead out there. That has the means and the determination to make that
1: happen. Yep. It's, there's there's got to be. Somebody out there's got it. I know they do. Yeah.
0: All right, so we got one more jack wagon we're going to take care of before we get that train out of here and honor some heroes. And this one is, Giants fan threatens mass shooting after Patriots signed former Raiders wide receiver. Oh my gosh! People says, "Oh, uh, no, that's just that's just dumb." Some people can't handle the freedom of responsibility of social media. I mean, that's obvious. Says Gary is accused of making a threatening post on Facebook over the weekend after the defending Super Bowl champion signed Brown, who's Brown? Am I missing some of the story here? So some some receiver named Brown. Oh, one, of, one of the best and most controversial receivers in the NFL Saturday. So
1: I I know a little bit about this just from hearing scuttlebutt from it at work, but after they signed him, he he was signed onto a giant contract with the Raiders. Uh huh. And refused to show up to meetings or anything like Antonio that. Antonio
0: Brown. Here we go. Antonio Brown. Um, Giants fan, angry Patriots signed Antonio Brown, accused of making. Gillette Stadium threat. So uh, this dude wrote on Twitter or something, he says, I don't ever really post too many things, so you know this is real since the Patriots signed Antonio Brown. I'm going to pull a white boy school shooting at Foxborough. You might as well just hand them the ring right now. He says, if I ever get my hands on a gun, which I don't have one yet, but I'm looking... I will go shoot up random people at Foxborough. <laughs> yep. This guy's name's Tobias Gray. Uh, this is on The Truth About Guns.
1: So, yeah, this is one of those things where excellent example of somebody who just has the right to remain silent, but not the ability.
0: Right. And, I mean, freedom of speech, but then you go and you threaten to do something like that, then there's going to be consequences. And, of course, they can't do... Red flag laws on him because he doesn't own a gun. <laughs> you know?
1: They can uh, stop him from buying one, though. Uh,
0: it says he just really didn't get into why he's a Giants fan. Apparently, he's his attorney. All right, let's see. What else does it say? It says in the post, uh, Gray. His name's Gray. I think I said Gary. His name's Gray. Tobias Gray. Uh, Facebook post was deleted over the weekend. Gray's attorney said his client was simply upset the Patriots – were able to land Brown and did not mean any harm. I mean, it sounded pretty, pretty deviant. Cause he says, I don't ever really post too many things. So, you know, this is real, <laughs> you know,
1: I didn't mean anything by this totally th- th- threatening threat.
0: Yeah. He was not happy about it. As I can see online, many, many fans, many other football teams were not happy about it, but they weren't going and threatening to kill people. A judge in Providence called Gray's record extensive. Uh, in the report from Foxborough Police Department, it was discovered there were pictures of Gray holding guns on Facebook. Okay, so he does have guns. I guess they could hit him with those red flag laws if they wanted to. No.
1: That depends upon if they have them already in a state. Well, I, mean, I don't
0: think they need it. I mean, he just made a threat right there. So I guess he's...
1: Well, and and technically, since they already were talking about it, anytime you talk about mass shootings, that would be considered a terroristic threat. So you don't, you could do an what is it, Extos parte, you know, the the expedited one where you do right. the protection order.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure they and did. They did all that.
1: So. I'm I'm sure I I messed up the the Latin pronunciation on that. So.
0: <laughs> well, I I don't speak Latin, so I don't know. I thought you were speaking Dothraki. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm sure you, you can you can send uh, the complaint emails about the pronunciation of that to talkingled at gmail.com. Sure, there
0: you go. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> all right, so that was a bunch of jack wagons right there. Uh, thank you to all you lead heads that send those in. Uh, Mark, Ed, Kenneth. Um, who else we got? Got lots here. Hold on. Jack wagon train. Jacob. Jacob sent one in, your good buddy Jacob. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeffrey Haddix, Jason Edgar. Uh, so thank you guys for sending those in. If I missed your name. I apologize. Uh, some of those were repeats. Let's do some heroes now. What do you think?
1: Yes, let's definitely get on heroes. So can we go ahead and bring that plane on in?
0: Let uh, Let the ghost of Charlton Heston bring the plane in?
1: Yeah, let's let's let's, you know, let him pilot that craft on down to the ground for a nice, gentle landing.
2: There you go. Air Force One
1: is with you 12 miles on the ILS X-ray, one, six, right,
2: final. Air Force One, contact, So, in one
4: of
0: those stories that we had, the hero, we got a hero in that story, too. So the old man that shot the burglar. (laughs) <laughs> that just, they came in and helped himself, made a sandwich, was going to steal his TV, and the old man shot him. The old man, he's getting a ride on Lead Force One.
1: You know, they, they didn't release his name, and that's just fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We're just going to call him old man.
0: Yep. <laughs> the old man that showed the burglar, you, you can have my gun. You can have part of my gun.
1: One piece at a time.
0: In your leg jack wagon so he's making so, the plane
1: yep so i've got one where i'm, I'm not sure if this guy should be thrown uh, he, he's kind of on the median maybe while the the plane is taxiing up here uh uh-huh. we'll we'll let him get a whiff of the freedom exhaust coming off the all those those pratt and whitney, whitney jet engines uh-huh. but uh maybe not quite because I'm not sure if he should be on the jack wagon train uh-huh. or if he should get on lead force one Okay, but uh this is a a news story that was kind of late breaking here in the last in the last week, yeah. And it was about the ATF and the bump stock ban.
0: Okay, interesting. Do tell. Do tell.
1: So th- the ATF admits that it lacked the authority to issue the legislative rule. So this case is not about whether or not gun control is a good idea. It's what it says. And this story comes from the the firearms blog,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but. uh it comes down to the ATF has now admitted that it lacks the legal authority to issue a so-called legislative rule. But a mere interpretive rule is not legally allowed to bind any third parties outside the government. By ordering half a million bump stock owners to surrender their devices or face prosecution, the ATF has acted in a completely unconstitutional fashion. It is high time in the federal courts to put a stop to this regulatory nonsense. Hmm. So that's that's pretty well the way it is. Is the ATF says,
0: but did the ATF they didn't make the law, right? They, they're well, not the, a lawmaking entity. They're just an enforcer, right?
1: So uh, what it is is they the ATF redefined what a, so what
0: a what a bump stock was.
1: Yep they they, they they said that said
0: it qualifies as a machine gun, which it does not.
1: Yep, because if you actually read the, the Firearms Act of 1934, it goes through and tells you what it is. Yeah, what a machine and gun is. it and, says that...
0: And them making had, it illegal based on their opinion that it was a machine gun is completely false, is what they're saying, basically.
1: Yep, and they said uh, they, they don't have the legal authority to do that.
0: So is this, does that mean that this is going to get overturned?
1: Well, the the million-dollar question to this is, this is taken directly from the articles, why do we care? Because as of September 18th, the ATF has written a court brief that admits it exceeded its constitutional remit as part of the executive branch. And a court filing states specifically that. The statutory scheme does not, however, appear to provide the Attorney General the authority to engage in gap-filling interpretations of what qualifies as a, quote, machine gun. Congress has provided a detailed definition of the term machine gun. So the new Civil Liberties Council, or NCLA, has filed lawsuits against it with that court brief to see if we can't overturn this.
0: Okay, so it's not over. Not over till it's over. So I would say that the uh, new Civil Liberties Alliance, maybe? Or Mr.
1: Shin. Well, that's the, the one who's, who has the lawsuit filed on his behalf.
0: Okay. But he's the one who started the lawsuit and said, hey, you know, this is, this is wrong. You can't, can't ban these based on him being a machine gun.
1: Yep. And so he's, he's our hero. Yep, he, he's definitely our hero. And the fact that the ATF kind of admitted they were wrong. Yo, that's that's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah, but they're not making the they're not making <laughs> lead force one. The ATF's not because they they need to be uh, deemed unconstitutional and
1: done away with. Well, the ATF should really be a, a convenience store.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's a good story. So that's something definitely. Uh, you lead heads keep a pulse on that. Keep me posted on uh, uh, on how this this I guess lawsuit. It's a lawsuit at this point. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about it if it gets overturned. It'll be a big, I'm sure, a big stink. Uh, We'll
1: definitely hear about it.
0: All right. So, our next one, again, uh, this is one of those kind of gray areas, but you got to listen to the guy's reasoning behind it. So, this is uh, from Ammo Land. I'm reading this. and it's, Democrats refused to include gang members in red flag laws. So, and I think I think this uh, Republican, this Colorado uh, representative, Ken Buck, did this to show how, I guess, uh, hypocritical that the people that are fuck. How do I want to say this? How hypocritical that the. Uh, people enforcing, not enforcing, but behind these red flag laws are, uh, and uh, their actual true colors. So on Sept on the September 10th, Colorado Congressman Ken Buck, he's a Republican from Colorado, offered an amendment to the proposed bill to create federal grants for red flag bills in the House of Representatives. The amendment was offered in the Judiciary Committee. Uh, Representative Buck's introduction uh, introduction of the amendment occurs. In the first, all right. I don't give a f- about that. People tell me what the fuck it is. <laughs> Who cares? Red flag bills allow police to confiscate guns from people with a mere accusation they may pose a threat. In red flag bills, there is little due process. Yes, we know all this. An accusation is sufficient. No court appearance by the accused or confrontation of the witness is required. There's no presumption of innocence. The regain, uh, to regain their rights, the person accused has to prove they are not a danger. Uh, again, you're guilty until proven innocent, which is ridiculous. They may incur thousands of dollars of court costs and regain the property that was taken from them without due process. Uh, and they may never get it back either. I think there's uh, some people that still haven't got their their guns back. So uh, Buck's amendment would allow law enforcement agencies on probable cause of a person belonging to a criminal gang to use red flag laws to take guns from gang members. Buck offered testimony that most murders and violent crimes involving guns are committed by gang members. The standard of probable cause is much higher than a mere accusation from a family member or other person who may have motivation to make false charges about potential future conduct. The amendment pointed out the hypocrisy of the left. The committee chairman, Representative Nadler, said... A taking guns from a person for simply being on a database would violate due process. They're already violating due process. (laughs) What? Red flag laws require less evidence than probable cause for law enforcement officials. They only require an accusation of the potential of a threat. Republican Buck told Tucker Carlson he was opposed to red flag bill being passed at all. His amendment was to point out the hypocrisy to show the Democrats want to take guns from people without criminal convictions but who demand full due process for the people most likely to be involved in violent crimes. I'm applauding this guy. This is genius. Uh, Republican Buck says 80% of murders committed with guns are committed by gang members. He says over 90%. Of the crime committed in America are committed by gang members. Uh, This uh, Representative Veronica Escobar, Texas, Democrat, brought up the problems of identity confusion in databases of gang members. John Lott has been pointing out the problems with identity confusion in the National Instant Background Check System, the NICS system especially for minorities for years. Democrats have not had a problem with that. And then it goes on. I mean, this is this, you guys go read this story. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It goes on. But, I mean, this is genius. This is how you fight these people. You come up with even more. I mean, actually, this was logical. It's like, if you're going to do a red flag law, wouldn't it make sense to hit these criminals with this stuff? And they're saying, no, it, it takes away their, their right to due process. Well, that's what red flag laws are doing. And this guy just made the point, threw the mic down, and said, "Suck it, <laughs> you idiots!" <laughs> yep. You idiot! You're going after people who don't even have criminal—they don't have criminal records you know, for the most part.
1: Yeah, it's. Oh no, we're just going to do this and go after. It's—it's it's because it doesn't fit the narrative of what they want.
0: Doesn't? No, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. And um, bravo for this guy. So yes, Republican Ken Buck, welcome to Lead Force One. And, thinking outside the box on how to uh, point out the hypocrisy of, of the left there. So, and that was submitted by uh, Mark Peck. So, Mark, thank you for sending that in. Do you have any more heroes?
1: I I do. I, I have... Because uh, we need we need one. more
0: heroes. We need more people like this that we can talk about.
1: Okay, here's one more. Gun owner Lauren Boebert. I'm sorry if I butchered her name, but... Uh, she, uh, she's made the news cause she is the woman that, uh, when old Beto said, hell yes, we're going to take your, your AR-15. She was the one who stood up and said, hell no, you won't. <laughs> and, uh, she, she went on about that and then got involved and she appeared on Fox and friends over the weekend and heard that she, he was coming to her state of Colorado to talk about gun control and said that, uh, when she went through all this, she said, I'm sure every gun-owning American's immediate response to him is, hell yes, was an immediate hell no. Specifically, she took an issue to uh, Beto holding a gun control rally in Aurora, Colorado, a clear play on the 2012 movie theater shooting.
0: Uh, no doubt, yeah.
1: And O'Rourke painting the picture, Lauren, that everyone is ready now at this point to support him. And gun- Why do you say that? Asked the host. She said Because this is absolutely false. Shame on him for coming to Colorado and expending upon our tragedies. Those are our victims here, and he came here to paint a picture for his own campaign trail. And really, it's shame on you for doing that. We were here. We experienced those losses. This was a community loss. And so she basically she just,
0: called him out on the mat.
1: Yeah, she 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 called him out on everything. On you know, pretty much trying to build his campaign on the bodies of victims.
0: Now I saw something, and I and I. I didn't see the whole thing, but uh, it was an Instagram post, but it was about the, uh, it was, I guess it was that same, maybe it was that same, uh, rally that he had in Aurora, but there was a guy who was actually one of the, he was, I guess one of the students during that. And he was opposing him saying, you know, basically if we had guns then that wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I didn't see the whole thing.
1: I also want to say that I, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, that, uh, this this woman here owns that uh, kind of famous shooter's grill there in Colorado where all the waitresses are open carrying. She is a, a staunch supporter yeah, of the Second, second Amendment.
0: amendment. Uh, good for her.
1: But while we're waiting on this, while you're looking for those, uh, You know, we, we've got the Lead Force One flying in, and I should note that uh, today on the 24th, fourth, know, I, I did get a thank you that I was, I was supposed to send to you for bringing some awareness up. Midwest Honor Flight did their sixth flight today and flew a bunch of guys to uh, D.C. to visit the memorials. Oh, sweet! So that that happened today. Yep, that was happening today, and then they have another one going out on, on October twelfth.
0: Very cool. Yeah, you give that website again where people can go and
1: speak. Yep, that. Yep, and that it's well, just on on Facebook or Google. Uh, Google obviously is like it's just honorflight.org for that. And uh, Facebook for our area is Midwest Honor Flight. And pretty much if you just Google Honor Flight, you'll be able to have that pop up.
0: All right, so now, Nick, I think what we need to do is cut into some of these interviews from the 25th, and it's biennial. I always say biennial. That means once every two years, in case you didn't know. (laughs) I think I I I say that in every interview. Uh, But is there a national conference in Maryland? And uh, these are our last uh, interviews from that We've got Mission First Tactical Our good buddy David over there at Mission First Tactical Uh, Great company They've got some new products that they're going to be coming out with uh, That he's going to be talking about So you guys don't want to miss that Uh, We're going to have him back on coming up soon in in an episode And we're going to do some giveaways with some of these these items that he's going to be talking about Uh, And we've got Gosley We've got Chip from Gosley uh, you know, we've had the uh, super suave and smooth Diego on with Geisley. Uh, but this is Chip, and Chip is with uh, the law enforcement side of Geisley. And he's going to be talking about their new uh, Super Duty uh, LE rifle that they've got. And then our good buddy Tony with Medicine in Bad Places. Medicine in Bad Places. We've had Tony on before. He's the one who was responsible for getting us Al Mamprey on during a SHOT show. Uh, this year, uh, and God rest his soul, Al passed away recently. Um, but it was an awesome interview. It was a privilege. It was an honor to, to have him on. And that was all due to, to Tony Emanuele. So with medicine in bad places, uh, but they have an awesome company. Uh, they've got awesome products. You guys can go to their website, uh, and they do training and, they'll, they'll do it in their area. They're up in New York area. Uh, but they'll travel around and do medical, tactical medical training as well. They've got one coming up that's actual shooting involved. So they've got a shooting uh, course, uh, tactical shooting and medical course coming up.
1: You know, that's one of the most important things that a, a person can do is after they've started to get into the whole world of training and things of that nature, is once you learn how to start putting holes in people, you should start learning how to patch those up right. because – in, in real life, you're, you're far more likely to use a med kit than you are your handgun. I mean, unless you live in, like, the south side of Chicago.
0: But. <laughs> then you need both. Uh, but he's going to give you, Leadheads, some special discount codes. So 20% off their store, anything you buy in their store, 15% off training. So make sure you listen to that interview to get those codes and uh, enjoy. So let's you know, let's kick these off. Nick, Nick and I will be back after these interviews to wrap up the show, give you some more discount codes, and announce the winner of that 22 silencer from Dooley Defense. All right, guys. We are back at the 25th biennial FLEOA, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association. Uh, is it a meeting? It's a convention? It's a national conference. conference. There it is.
2: Biennial conference?
0: Biennial. Biennial means they have it every two years. We, we went through this last time, two years. We are trying to figure it out. But, um, yeah. Joining me now, we have, and you've not been on, it's been a while since you've been on,
2: hasn't it? It has been a couple of years. It's a
0: couple of years. We've got Dave Edelman with Mission First Tactical.
2: Appreciate you having me.
0: Yeah, man, welcome in. So you and I have been trying to hook up for a while, and uh, we finally made it happen here in Baltimore
2: crazy how time flies huh
0: it is it is and uh in that time mission first has uh, come up with some new new products some new new uh not necessarily services but you've got a new line of of product that we're going to talk about yeah. that you're getting ready to release
2: so in the uh, manufacturing process we hand, we hand make all the holsters here in the u.s handmade by vets and uh there's a strip of a uh, kydex strap, uh, scrap that comes off of uh, the sheet when we when we make the holster yeah and uh kind of funny how this happened you know it was a decent sized strip and we always held on to it saying you know we're not going to scrap it we can do something with it figure something out yeah figure something out so last year i challenged my team and just said hey look we got this pile of scrap shot shows coming up you know let's figure out what we can do with it yeah so a couple months a lot of great ideas and one of my guys came up with a pretty slick wallet and said you yeah, know everybody Everybody liked, liked it, dug it. So I said, all right, cool, let's let's pat patent print something cool on there, and, you know, let's give them out. So brought a couple hundred to the show, handing them out.
0: Yeah. So as we're talking, these haven't actually been released yet to the public. So you're kind of test marking it here at the the conference, but this is uh, something you guys have got ready, and you're getting ready to release. So you've got these wallets. You also come out with another cool product that you're using with that Kydex. It's
2: it's an everyday carry dump tray. So, yep. you know, a slot for your phone, keys, wallet, great for the desk, great for a night table or your hallway table. Right. You know where your stuff is. Don't scratch up your furniture. And then uh, with our uh, decorating process, we can do low custom runs. And uh, so you can probably display, um, you know, so here. Put
0: your favorite team's logo on there. You can put your, um, your favorite um, – I was going to say Marvel stuff, but you can't, you can't, do, it can't be like licensed stuff, right?
2: Right. So there's.
0: Unless you've got the the, the rights licensing. to it. Right. Right. But, uh, I've seen some of your cool designs. You've got some cool, uh, because we're here at an L.E. event. You've got like the Fleoa logo. You've got some, uh, um american flag type stuff yeah, and some blue line flag that's right what's flag. cool about this this kotic is the way that you put this in here this process talk about this color process that you're putting these designs and patterns in sure with.
2: so it's a full color process uh so uh, picture quality
0: yeah i mean it's really high quality um
2: uh, and then super durable it's a chemical bond so you basically have to scratch the material off uh, to get the pattern off um so,
0: so it's like a tattoo in, in your skin it's it's yeah, injected it's, it's, into it's, the the material and it's it's there
2: you got it, you got it and uh because we do everything in-house and it's all made here, we can do super low runs you know so if you have a a logo or an idea for a design, i mean it's I think it's eighteen wallets or t- ten dump trays to get started yeah, I mean that's pretty reasonable
0: so like maybe we could get some with the talking lead logo and maybe the leadheads would want a a, a leadhead brigade wallet or leadhead brigade dump tray, or let's do it something along those lines We'd
2: love to do that.
0: Okay. All right. So,
2: and uh, reasonable retails. You know, it's twenty four ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, we're not asking for. Yeah, I was
0: going to ask you a price point on these. So, I mean, they're very reasonable. And I guess if people order, order large quantities, let's say they've got an event that they want to have some some cool swag giveaways or something for whatever reason, promotional purposes. You guys probably give breaks on quantities.
2: Yes, sir. We do. We do. And just uh, we heard that a lot yesterday here. You know, everybody's done the the cozies and the pens and the USB drives and the cups and the T-shirts and the hats. So this is you know it's a little different and it's something yeah. that people would actually use. You know, it's great. yeah,
0: it's it's not something they're going to toss to the side. I mean, it's actually got some functionality to it. So uh, talk about the design of your your wallets here. So I mean, it's perfect size for like credit cards and yep, design, business cards.
2: Designed to hold credit cards or business cards. We do two sizes, so you can do the the slimmer one, which is what you're holding. That's eight. Credit card IDs or fifteen business cards. And then okay, we do we do one that's about twice the size? And uh, we we joke, but you get that Kydex click. So there's retention in there. We make the proper relief cuts, so it's easy to get the card out without damaging it. Or uh, you know, a lot of the other product out there, you wind up scraping off the magnetic strip right. on your credit card. Yeah, or,
0: um, you the know, numbers know, are you know, yeah it's hard to you hard dick, to see.
2: Dick up your uh, business card when you try to hand it to somebody. So you, yeah, you notice the relief cuts. We got like a thumb swoop. Uh, so we did we did our homework. We wanted to make sure that they came out easy went and easy and didn't get screwed up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're nice. I like them.
2: I appreciate Definitely. it.
0: And then those uh the dump trays are perfect. You know, we were talking about you know at night and the nightstand some of the the wives get a little ticked off with scratching up the 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 nightstands and this is perfect because it's portable. You can take it with you on trips, you know lightweight so it doesn't add a lot of weight to your baggage or anything like that mm-hmm. Just throw it in your carry-on um you throw open. some velcro on it you know you can uh, good retention for your phone and whatnot while you're working on the plane or if you're uh long trips and you're the passenger
2: that's it and if you're like me you always know where your keys are instead of spending 15 minutes in the morning trying to figure out where you put them <laughs> <on my bed.
0: laughs> i do that no matter yeah. what i could have 15 dump trays <laughs> and you just won't use them i just uh yeah i don't know my keys they've got a mind of their own they'll just yeah. walk away
2: oh i understand um, same
0: thing with a phone sometimes too i'll lay the phone down you know it's all black yep and it'll just blend in you can't find that so
2: so i have one of these on my desk for the last 12 weeks and uh, mainly to test the the ink we want to make sure you know you drop your keys on it yeah and scratching and, it, and, scratching and it missing um but it's uh, now i'm hooked yeah, you know, I don't have to go searching for my phone or my keys, which at the end of the day, you know, paperwork piles up and
0: right. So so something new that Mission First Tactical is going to be known for. I mean, you guys are known for your uh, firearms accessories, rifle AR fifteen accessories with the butt stocks. Love those minimalist butt butt stocks. The hand sure. guards. Yeah. Uh, you guys kidded me out with uh, some stuff for my my three hundred blackout. Gave it a facelift, lightened it up. Um, absolutely love it. And then your new magazines. Talk about your new magazines that you got.
2: Sure. So we uh, came out with a new 5.56 30 round mag called our Extreme Duty and just really uh, overbuilt it. And all the lessons we learned with our original mag, um, which is still a great mag, we just uh, came in and beefed it up. And there's zero flex, twist, crush. I mean, those things are, are um, rock solid.
0: They're, they are. They're really good. And, you know, I was talking about the 300 Blackout. You know, the great thing about the 300 Blackout is that you know, a, everything's compatible with the, the 223556 platforms of the AR-15. The only thing you're changing out is the barrel.
2: And our yeah. mags love 300. And that's out. what
0: I was going to say. You know, I've had some issues in the past with some other magazines not feeding as good uh, with the 300 Blackout. But I'm not having any issues with, uh, with your mags on the 300 Blackout. Uh,
2: that's great to hear. It's
0: been running great. And I've been running uh probably four different kinds four different brands of of ammo through that too uh, some different loads yeah, we
2: have uh again did our homeworks so we have not had any issue or any complaints which is good to hear very cool we're also uh, decorating those too till- i was gonna yeah.
0: say and you know speaking of customization and you know, people who like to uh you know add their own personalization to things uh, you guys can can do this art process that you're doing this uh, decorative So chemical formula you've got. I don't know. I don't know what you're calling it, uh, but you can be doing mags too.
2: We are. Yep. So we got some cool designs up on the website, and um, you'll see them uh, this holiday season out in Academy Sports, in uh, Gander Outdoor, and Sportsman's Warehouse. Yeah. And then you know from there we'll grow it, and uh, we're going to do the same custom program. You know, I think that's.
0: You're uh, doing some furniture too, aren't you? Like full, full furniture. We will be. Type stuff.
2: Yep. Um, uh, So we do some dip stuff too. We do some camo dip. Um, so you'll see cryptic and uh on a skull pattern mags mm-hmm. out there at academy and we're going to do a full furniture set with that to match it up nice and then on the uv print process we're playing with it um you know i was telling you a little bit before uh dip is great uh but the the, the, the our new process it holds up better but also it lets us really orient the pattern mm-hmm. so dip's great for camo or collages You think he eats paint chips?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, uh, so the the paint process.
2: Yep. Yeah, sorry. So um, so I was saying, dip hydro dipping is great. Uh, you know, sometimes the uh, finish flakes off or scratches off a little easier mm-hmm. than, our, than this, this process that we're using. I think it's got
0: to do with the clear coating that you're putting on there. It does. If, if you don't properly do that clear coat, because yep. I've got a little experience with with dipping. I good buddies over at uh, Dipstick Hydrographics. Uh, So I've been dipping for a few years now, and, uh, you know, just through trial and error of my own, I've learned that, you know, a lot of it comes down to, you know, the proper um, clear coat that you put on there.
2: We played a lot with making sure that clear coat was matte. You know, people don't typically want a high-gloss clear coat on their mag so it shines up. Um, So, yeah, like I said, it's a great process for camos and collages, but they can't ever um, in volume orient a pattern uh, and that's yeah, what not it's
0: consistency consistency yep but this machine and with a camo you don't need consistency right. because it's, it's, camo. it's camo you don't want consistency in camo
2: you got it yeah um but this our new process we can so if you you know if you want a american flag you know hanging vertically in this spot every time no problem
0: yeah that's cool so, that, so that's and we towards the end of the year is that when we start no, looking for the
2: no uh I think we're getting ready here by probably at 30 days. You'll start to see some okay. press releases. And uh, we just got this stuff up on the website. We got our creative team getting photos. So around
0: October, November. Yep. Somewhere for, around there.
2: For holiday season. Okay. We'll be pushing them out there. Um, for holiday season, we're also bringing in um, kind of more of a gift item, really outside our uh, normal mm-hmm. you know, modus. But um, we're doing some uh, tumblers that look like M18 smoke grenades
0: oh sweet yeah, they, they came out
2: really cool and um uh, probably just like an in and out program we'll do import unfortunately we couldn't find a, a a partner here that that manufactures that stuff right um just to, to, i guess to be price point competitive sure um yeah so we're just gonna bring in you know a container of them and, and push them out there and
0: that'd be awesome that that limited uh, run i guess on those
2: yeah and i'm not saying we wouldn't do another run at some point but yeah you know especially for this holiday season once they're sold they're sold and you know, we'll take a look
0: Are at Are you putting it. any kind of designs on those?
2: Uh we're we're doing one version with um kind of a, a collage of a, a lot of the different two A logos. Oh, okay. Out there that looks pretty cool. Nice. Black and silver and, and green and black and uh really excited for the M eighteen version of Smoke Grenade. And uh <laughs> we're also uh doing some uh howitzer rounds and some other pretty cool stuff.
0: Have a seat. Uh, Build O.T. Baggins is now joining us Hey Ledheads, <laughs> how you doing? Well, you might want to turn your mic on there Goober, is this your first rodeo?
3: No, I thought it was already on
0: No, you know I turn them off It's on now? Yeah, it's on all right. Hey Ledheads, how you doing?
2: Look at that Silky smooth, smooth, smooth voice boys. Silky
0: yeah, smooth that's, that's from all that bourbon he drank last night I didn't want <laughs> bourbon <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I'm sorry uh, Gin You're a gin guy I'm a
1: gin guy yeah, it wasn't even that much last night after having to deal.
0: I wouldn't know. I don't know. We cut out early. D- Dave, Dave, and I were a good boys. Yeah, you were. You were smart. Yeah, we saw the, We saw the storm coming. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, and you, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right now.
1: <laughs> right right, but, right no, uh, it's a story for another. We're talking day.
0: Mission First Tactical and and their new line of wallets and dump now, trays. Now that's cute. That can be that is, highly customized. Rainbows
2: and butterflies. Right, there here. we go. <laughs> so, that's, that's, so that's you what,
0: got like a My Little Pony or what is this? Yeah. It's, oh my uh, gosh.
2: Unicorns and rainbows and stars. And so that's a, a, a funny story. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> I was at a trigger con and a good friend of mine uh, we're chatting and he's like, oh, you know, I got I got a new pistol and I could really use a carry holster. I was like, brother, I got you covered. And again, the beauty of this process is we can do real small, limited you know runs. So uh, I went up and pulled down the the My Little Pony <laughs> design and told my PM, "Hey man, you gotta make me a couple holsters."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we had some scrap left over, and I said, "All right, go make some wallets with that."
0: And here's your wallet, buddy. Well, we really do have to take a picture of this to and so post it on social see, media. Yeah, so we can see this. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. And I want the uh, the other one too. The
2: the bad mo-
0: The bad motherfucker. Yeah, bad. yeah. yeah.
2: So that's the other thing that we plan to do. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, with the again, with the small run, custom nature, uh, we're going to kick off a social media program with a weekly giveaway, and we're going to do a lot of designs that you know you wouldn't normally see out there in the marketplace. Maybe a little edgier. Maybe some custom in there. And something. if our
0: listeners have an idea for design, because they get in touch with you and yeah, absolutely, and run run design ideas by you, and we would. Uh, love. I mean, that's the whole point. Is you know people people are wanting to you know make things more to them more to their God damn my phone is blowing up what the fuck
1: yeah I'm gonna have to bounce here soon we're gonna go back in the session soon
0: okay answer Sean and dude there um, you know people want things customized nowadays you know it's, it's all about you know personal personalization making it you know and I think we're gonna making run. it into, into their liking so
2: we're gonna run some contests and let people submit ideas and let them vote on the ideas. That'd be cool. I don't care what it is, we'll print it.
0: And I think you're, you, know, you and I are running some ideas on some other things that you could do with the Kydex. If yeah. you lead heads have some ideas on, on something, you know, a cool idea that they could use the Kydex for, mm-hmm. uh, shoot, me, shoot me an email, talkinglead at gmail.com and put MFT you know, idea or something like that in the subject line and I'll, I'll get it to David and uh, we'll run some some ideas, by them, and see. You never know. Your idea may, may turn into an actual product.
2: Yeah, I think you had a good one last night. We're going to do some tactical golf club head covers. Right. I like that. Throw some patterns on there. I think yeah. that would be cool. I mean, that it's would. a
0: good practical use for, uh, for Kydex.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you don't need a sock with a pom-pom. <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't need no girly man. That's right. You need some Kydex, color. man. Some yeah, tactical
1: golf club. I'm still rocking covers. my original, whatever the hell they're called. Club socks, whatever. I don't know. I've been rocking those since
0: shit. Dick Koozies, is that what? <laughs> it might be. Since, uh, God, uh, like
1: 1999 or something like that. So, Dave. Yeah, uh, it's, time, yeah, to, it's time
0: to get into the man's world, baby. Yeah,
1: yeah, you
2: got a hat for bats, man. A for
0: bats. <laughs> so, very cool. You guys check out Mission First Tactical. It's just missionfirsttactical.com? dot com. Yes, sir. Is the website and you guys are on all the Insta, Instagrams and Facebooks.
2: Yep, please go like us. Uh, like I said, we're going to be doing those weekly giveaways here coming soon, and uh, some contest stuff, and
0: might even do some here on the show,
2: guys. Yes, sir. I we, think we I think we're going to
0: gonna do do uh, some talking lead, leadhead brigade logo items, and uh, maybe maybe that's what we'll do is like whoever comes up with the best idea for uh, a product we we'll win a care pack. We'll win a little uh, wallet and a dump tray or whatever. Little, some cool stuff. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a magazine, depending on your state.
2: Well, we do have the, the 10 rounders. So.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. That would Those be
1: cool. I will say the wallet with the Fleoa logo turned out beautiful. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, we're happy
2: to do it for yeah. you guys. Appreciate you, man.
0: But I really love the – I want to touch back on your furniture uh, that you've got for the AR-15s. AR- I'm going
1: to pop smoke. I'll be back. Okay. All right. I'm turning this off. This that's time, that's fine.
2: Okay. That's fine. Silky smooth, Bill Hemstead, everybody. <laughs>
0: right. So the uh, the ability to put the paracord, you know, on the on the stock. the minimalist, yep. yeah, that you can you can put that on there, and you can have that.
2: Um, so the seven, seven foot of paracord, seven
0: foot of paracord, yeah, or whatever your design, you know, you can put on there. I mean, people are pretty creative on how they braid the the paracords nowadays.
2: And we have a uh, a new minimalist. We're calling it the extreme duty minimalist. A little beefier, a um, little more rubber on the back. We listened to some feedback from some of the guys over the years, and just yeah. uh, decided we wanted to do something that could hold up to a 12 gauge, or a 308, or a 458, or a 260, or whatever it is you're shooting. Yeah. And uh, that is about to drop too. We're in full production. Okay. Uh, packaging's on the way, so you'll see that come out in the next couple of weeks too.
0: Are we going to start seeing more AK stuff from you guys? I
2: have a guy in my shop. Who I won't name, okay? That would absolutely love to come up. I mean, he's got a a binder, like an encyclopedia of ideas of ideas for stuff for for AKs. So, well, I'm uh,
0: telling you, man, it's in, we're preaching to the choir here, the Leadhead Brigade. But uh, you know, it's it's an emerging market now. The AKs are becoming more and more popular and you know in demand. People are wanting yeah, I that think, uh, more that readily furniture.
2: available, being made here and better quality. Right. And, yeah, no, right. we get it. Um, we do have some AK stuff, but it's dated. Yeah. I could definitely use a refresher. Okay. A so it's
0: something on the kind of back burner. And you guys are tossing it around. could happen.
2: Yeah. You know, if... Uh,
0: That's another thing. If, if, you know, companies like Mission First Tactical rely on feedback from, we love to from the consumers. To, we
2: love to listen to the market. Yeah. Our whole thing is we're not going to tell you what you want. We'd love to hear what you want. Yeah.
0: So if... If for them to make the AK stuff, you got to let them know that there's a demand for it. You know, there's a need, a want for it. So get in touch with them. How can they get in touch I with think you to, guys? Probably
2: the best thing to do is to just throw up a post on our on our uh, Facebook page,
0: Facebook, uh, Instagram, that kind of stuff.
2: Yep, yep, that's something we watch regularly and won't get lost in the customer service emails or anything like that. And. The guy in the office, I'm sure, is going to hear this podcast, and we'll, <laughs> by the second, watch you know, Facebook and let us know when people post. Well,
0: we, we do have the Season 2 of the Talking Lead AK Corner coming up, so we're going to be kicking that off again here pretty soon. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking all things AK and, uh, you know, com block type firearms and accessories and everything. So uh, maybe we'll get him on. Is he, a, is he a buff on that kind of stuff? He is Yoda. He's Yoda. He
2: is Yoda, man.
0: Okay. So, uh, we'll have to we we'll have to introduce us and uh, we may have him on the yeah, the AK coin. Yeah, corner. absolutely. Um, pick his brain, get yeah, his knowledge. Next
2: big event, you know, maybe shot or uh what the next one what's the next big one coming up for you?
0: Uh for us, I guess it'd probably be shot. It would be like we're yep. we're all gonna be together. Yep. We we'll think it'd be shot. And we're gonna be at Buck Knives Booth this year again. So thanks to Buck Knives for for hosting the lead quarters at Shot Show.
2: Isn't it crazy? It's already September. I know.
0: <laughs> we're already talking SHOT, shot show, show, you know. It's wow. crazy. It's uh, but then NRA is going to be in Nashville, and I think I might have convinced you to possibly show up in Nashville.
2: Yeah. no, uh, Maybe over, in the works. We were a couple of drinks last night. Lefty here got me to fill out the exhibitor <laughs> application, and we, uh, we used to attend. You know, I had a little bit of an issue with show management, and we stopped going, and...
0: I think everybody's had a little issue with NRA's management lately, and uh, they feel your pain. So, but well, it's I mean, about you know it's, it's about, about the members. Them. It's about the members, right? It's so, about you know it's about th- the members. So. I think, and I know that your members will uh, want to get their hands on your new products here: the wallets, the 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 dump trays. Is there something else? Is there another product that we were?
2: Oh, uh, we're doing some pepper spray now too. The, yeah, the pepper spray.
0: Yeah. 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 So Let's we uh, t- we t-
2: touch on that. We um, through a mutual friend, we wound up hooking up with the uh, only Department of Defense approved facility in the country. Makes all the stock NSN pepper spray units for for our U.S. forces. They actually developed the program with the U.S. Army during Desert Shield and Storm. Okay, and good uh, people to get in with. Yeah, great. You know, we we are very careful about who we work with. Yeah, and um, very selective. Very selective, and um, you know, the gentleman brought his son into the business, and they're getting a little more aggressive and. Uh, we partnered up with them to help them with the uh, LE and uh, commercial side. So our pitch is we're bringing you, you know, the same uh, factory, the same material, the same equipment. Same quality, same everything. quality that the U.S. military gets uh, in the in the consumer marketplace for a great price point. Uh, so we're doing a lot of consumer handheld stuff, keychain stuff. Yeah. And then on the LE we're doing um you know all the, the uh, larger size containers yeah, that you can take two, out for crowd control kind of yeah you, you <laughs> saw the scuba tank <laughs> i did i we did a scuba tank of oc that shoots a 40 foot arc that's awesome that'll uh, that'll disperse the crowd you know. now can you put other things in these yeah i mean it's pressurized gas yeah. so um you, you can
0: can you just sell like a container of pressurized gas to an individual
2: if that's what they want um you know we got a a fun video. We were working on a contract, and we had to show the, the, the big unit work. So we filled it up with uh, water and purple dye.
0: Can you put can you put carbonated things in there?
2: I don't see why not. What are you, what are you driving at?
0: I'm driving at like beer, <laughs> like projectile beer, projectile funneling beer.
2: <laughs> you might be on to something, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's know. not a bad idea.
0: Uh, um, I'm always thinking of something, you know. I'll
2: check, but I don't see why not. Or
0: or and this would just be for like a novelty side of it and you could you could do your artwork on on the, can. on the cans mm-hmm. itself and you could have liquor dispensers it could be you know a vodka whiskey a you know bourbon dispenser you could cut down the pressure on it you know but it could still
2: right we don't want somebody to lose an eyeball
0: yeah yeah you don't want to waste their you know their or precious the whiskey you know that's that's foremost on, on the minds of people
2: that's it, that's it. You know, what do you back, think about that? Like I'm a, a,
0: a freaking... Right? Like a f- like a one-ounce fucking... So sh- psh- one-ounce or whatever. Or even the big scuba tank one, you know, size. Party size? Party size, you know. We got some... Uh, just a, just an alcohol dispenser.
2: Yeah. No, we got some 20-ounce uh, cans they call Titans. Yeah. Typically the Air Force will use them in the uh, cargo planes. Somebody rushes the ramp. Yeah. You know, to hose down the area. I think that, that would be perfect for...
0: Let's talk off air on because 'cause I've got I've got things going for that. So <laughs> You
2: might you might be on to something. So I we think got, I am. We just gotta back that pressure off, but I don't you, know, you Right, don't, that's you all
0: you gotta do is back the pressure got, off. You don't need a I mean at that foot. point it's just a it's just a container, a cool looking different container that people yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. could disperse their alcohol in. I mean, uh, believe it or and not. And then you can customize it and put their whatever they want on it.
2: Believe it or not, uh the industry that drives the can technologies is uh, cosmetics.
0: Oh really? Yep. Like like because of hairspray? Yeah, that'd be one. Like hairspray? Yep, anything. Like shaving? Anything they pressurize cream. and
2: put in a can and, um, you know, different sizes, shapes. Right. You know, different deployment methods. It's a lot of interesting stuff. So I said let's get the uh, beer and booze industry on I'm,
0: board. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I think we're on to something. I think you might be. All right. Is there anything else? Anything else we need to talk about? That's so, the, so those are on your website. Also, the pepper spray and they are and and, yep. and all that. So yes, they sir. they can get that directly from you guys. They don't have to go to a different. Nope. Now, are you putting those in stores? Also, we are. Okay, we so are.
2: you'll you'll see them uh, primarily in independent dealers right now. Um. And again, like I said, great quality. We uh, I think we did a really nice job with the packaging. What educa- kind of
0: price points are we talking about on the different sizes?
2: Oh, it's you know 10, you know? 10 to fifteen bucks. Yeah. I mean, just there's good
0: quality and of course i think it's uh, state and local dependent too on the it laws is. so you got to check your laws to see if
2: yep and that's up on our website too oh you know. got all that info yep. very nice yep. if you have any question um most states are good there's about i think five or six that uh there's some weird stuff out there but yeah um you know and the usual suspects you know new york massachusetts right those, you know
0: this area where we're at now, yeah, Maryland's Maryland's there. a little kooky, yep. but anyway, check them out. Mission First Tactical, David. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're going to get David on again soon. Uh, we'll uh, we'll do this giveaway that we're talking about. Sounds we'll, great. We'll come up with some some cool talking lead stuff to, to give out to the leadheads.
2: Thank you, leadheads. Appreciate the time. All right,
0: we'll be back with more from the twenty fifth biennial FLIOA National Conference in Baltimore, Maryland.
2: You can leave that on. Hopefully there's no blood on the floor.
0: <laughs> All right, Leadheads. Got a very special interview with you now. Got a fellow Tennessean here joining us, Mr. Charles Dick. With, How are you today? With Geisley, not Gisley, which I was accused of calling them on a social media post we just did. But <laughs> I said have, it properly, didn't I? I
3: have only heard you pronounce it properly as Geisley.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Charles, welcome in. Thank you very much. So um, we've had Diego on the show several times. I guess you represent strictly law enforcement side of things, right?
3: Yes. I've just hired on with Geisley in the last couple months, and it's been uh, to target more of the, the law enforcement market. Yeah, Geisley's always been very supportive of law enforcement. I've recently retired from the FBI, and so I got to see a lot of Geisley products tested and put into use by the FBI while I was there. So it was good for me. I already right. know the product.
0: Yeah, it's a product that you know, you know to heart. You've you've actually used it in service and you, absolutely you tried and true kind of kind of deal. So yeah. it made sense. You went to go to work for him, huh?
3: Absolutely.
0: Well, congratulations on your new position. Well, thank you. And on your retirement
3: <laughs> from the federal government. I, I had a complete nine months of retirement before I was back to work. <laughs>
0: Maybe uh, toward the end of the interview, you can share some uh, interesting FBI stories uh, with us. Absolutely. You're retired now. You can talk, right? You're not under NDA?
3: Not or any maybe longer. you
0: might be. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we were introduced to, um, to Guysley's patrol rifle not too long ago.
3: That was that first introduction of a... A
0: couple of years. Right. It's been relatively new.
3: Complete carbine.
0: Yeah, the complete and and you know that I guess that was Geisley's first inter- introduction into the the full rifle market. And, you know, Geisley is known for their parts and accessories that they make for the AR-15s, and the triggers in particularly uh, make excellent triggers. And we're going to talk about some triggers today too. But uh, the and is, am I saying it right? Is it the patrol rifle?
3: It is the Super Duty LE. Is Super how it was Duty
0: LE to. the Super Duty LE? Uh, but it's gone through uh, some facelifts and some some modifications, and you're going to talk about uh, the new Super Duty LE, correct? From the, Geisley,
3: correct. <laughs> and and like I say, some of this I am I am new to the company, but seeing it has it developed from the outside and then having the opportunity from the inside, uh, some of the feedback on the original was that they wanted that Geisley the SSA trigger, the two stage trigger, and wanted a little bit different rail than what came on that original uh, LE gun. So the biggest differences then in the two were adding the SSA trigger and then going to the Mark 16 rail. So those were, I don't know if upgrades is the correct word, more like you said, it's a facelift. It's Mm -hmm. just a different, but it was some of the preference of the feedback that was given about the platform itself.
0: Right. Listening to the end user. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go through some of those.
3: All right. So in the new or the... You do have the, the SSA trigger, which is the two-stage trigger, the Mark 16 rail, and basically it can come in two configurations is what we're looking at right now. We have mm-hmm. the, the the 10-3 barrel and the 16-inch barrel. Okay. So, and then obviously the rails are about an inch shorter for each one, respectively. We do not have uh, a, de- a designated or uh, optic for it. We have the mount so that you can put basically Your any— Your preference. Absolutely. Okay. And we have the mounts to help you accommodate that that Geisley also makes. Right. We have a display of those right here. So it has everything. If you're using a traditional, an aim point style, mm-hmm. you can put the the height that gives you a true co-witness. You can go to the lower third or you can go to the highest, which is a 1.93 height right. mount. So it gives you the options depending on how you configure your weapon system, the accessories you need or have to utilize for whatever the application is.
0: Sure. And then, of course, you got your regular, just like tube scope mounts and whatnot too available.
3: Correct. If you've got a one by six or whatever else, we do have the complete scope mounts. Again, made of the the same material, so everything Geisley makes is ready to go. Matches up, you know, nicely, obviously, with the
1: rail and oh, everything yeah. else. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, uh, in addition to the, and is this rifle available to? Um, the general public as well? Is it just strictly LE?
3: This is going to be an LE-only model, Mm -hmm. uh, LE and active military. Uh, We're trying to get it out there, like I said, to service that law enforcement community to get the the best value we Mm -hmm. can get. Obviously, there may be cheaper carbines on the market, but traditionally, in my experience, what most people do that buy a cheaper, less expensive AR... Is then go upgrade it. Right. They go buy a new trigger or a new rail. So we're trying yeah. to save them those two steps and Just give them the one ahead package.
0: It's it's upgraded as it comes. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, does it come with the, the sights as well? They, they, the will not,
3: they will not come with the flip-up sights at this point because we're leaving those open. A lot of people, if they have or they're upgrading, they may have sights they already want. Mm-hmm. They may have the optics they already want. We obviously offer those as an accessory. Yeah. So if you need those, we will be able to provide Those
0: are sites as well. So Correct. you guys are making the, the sites also. So it just made sense. I mean, you're making all these parts for, for a rifle. Why not just come up and design your own? So.
3: Well, and that was, I think the, um, I think that was one of the focuses that, that Bill had was to be able to produce everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're producing everything in Pennsylvania, so it's, you know, American-made and every part. Other than springs, mm-hmm. every part being manufactured there, so you have a better control of your quality and obviously put out a great product.
0: Right now, are they going to have a civilian version rifle, or do you know is that out of your realm of?
3: It will be my understanding that there will be civilian. I can
0: only imagine there would. I mean, right,
3: available, but there market. will be there will be certain things that will be restricted to law enforcement only. Oh, of course, because we will try yeah. to you know target again. You know, service that community as best that we can. Yeah. But there will be, um, at some point, a commercial version. Sure. You know, it may have a different rail. It may have a different trigger. And then, obviously, you would have the opportunity to upgrade those. But I don't know that any of those have been finalized yet. So gotcha. So I would be a little out of, out of turn yeah. being definitive on those.
0: I understand. They're a little aloofed on, on his answer, but that's okay. We'll We'll get the truth sooner or later. Let's talk about uh, some triggers. What's new in the world of, of Geisley triggers?
3: Well, you, we've talked about the SSA, the two-stage mm-hmm. trigger, which is one of the staples. And then there are different variants. Uh, you have the SSA Enhanced, mm-hmm. which is a lighter pull, not necessarily geared for a, a patrol or combat rifle, uh, but more for precision shooting, about a pound less on the pull than the SSA. Okay, uh, And then we have two other variants and the biggest difference is the, the trigger bow, whether it be a flat bow or a kind of a hybrid curve. The flat bow gives some people a better advantage if you have gloves on, for mm-hmm. example, to be able to get in. And then it's also— well, Everybody's
0: got different meat hooks. You know, everybody's fingers are different. So uh, the fact that you've got, you know, the flat, the, the curved, or the hybrid that kind of falls in between. And I've tried the, the hybrid one there, and it, uh, it feels pretty good. I like it. I mean, I'm more preference—I have more preference towards a, a flat trigger. Um, but that one's not too bad. I can see the benefit of having just that little crook down there at the at the bottom.
3: And again, you hit the nail on the head. There is a lot of shooter preference, and whatever we can do to make you more comfortable is going to make you more proficient. Which then again is going to give you greater confidence. Which then again is going to give you greater results.
0: Yeah. Did we talk about the coating that you put on your bolt for that rifle? Did, did we mention that? I know we talked about it during the the live feed, but did we do it on the?
3: I don't think we did. So the
0: let's back up just a little bit. We're going back to the uh, the Super Duty LE there.
3: So with the new Super Duty, it's going to have a nano coated bolt. There you go. And basically, without getting super technical, it's a it's a Coating on that bolt, it's going to give it a, a slickness. It's a little going more to, lubricity. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that word, not lubricity. Me. <laughs> and so, um, most of the people that are familiar with the AR-15 carbine weapon system understand the need for lubrication or oil to keep it running properly. Yeah. With having that bolt there, it's just another part that is able to function with less lubrication. Yeah. Uh, so it just gives a greater reliability. Try to help
0: extend the life of it and get more out of your, your rifle.
3: Much greater extended service life for that bolt. Yeah,
0: very cool. I, I wanted to make sure we touched on that, that, that they knew that. Uh, what else What else new from, from Gisele? What do we need to talk about? Anything come to mind? It, or, or something there, you want to talk about, but you're like, I don't know if I can talk about it yet or not.
3: Well, there are a lot of things. Obviously, always trying to innovate and look at the the products that we've put out and see if there is any way to improve them, see if there is anything we can do a little bit better. So yeah. um, obviously right now trying to function um, or trying to focus rather on the LE community and get these out, there are a lot of things that are always in the work. Bill's a very creative guy and always looking to to see what he can come up with. So right. um, I would always say – there's probably something new at the shot.
0: Show. <laughs> <laughs> Always at shot, right? right. Everybody does the grand reveal at shot show. so uh, we'll we'll keep a pulse, keep in touch with you, keep in touch with De- Diego and and the gang there. and um, if something new comes up at shot show, we're going to be at Buck Knives, uh, the 2020 official lead quarters uh, of Talking Lead for shot show.
3: Well, I'm sure I will see you there. Diego said to say hi, and he encouraged me to get on the podcast.
0: Okay, well, good. Good for Diego. We always have a good time. I make fun of his, his accent. You know, all the lady listeners start listening when uh, Diego's on the on the mic.
3: The lights kind of go dim and right. turn the volume up a little bit. Sexy
0: music comes on. And, yeah.
3: <laughs> so. I'm sure Diego will love to hear that.
0: So give your uh, website for uh, for all our listeners that are uh, new listeners that may not be familiar with you guys.
3: It is very simple. It's just www.geisley.com, and Geisley is spelled G E I S S E L E. So geisley.com.
0: Yeah, and I have a trouble doing that. So like tagging you guys on stuff, I'll start off, and if it doesn't automatically pop up, then I'm like, oh no, oh no, I spelled it wrong. So
3: once you get it in your phone, and will it will auto populate? It'll auto
0: populate. Very cool. Well, Charles, uh, thank you so much for taking the time and uh hopefully you and I can hang out more. I didn't know you were in the Nashville area. So I mean we're we're neighbors, man. Absolutely. We can go to the range together and uh try some of this stuff out.
3: And maybe drown our sorrows with the University of Tennessee's football players. Oh my gosh,
0: don't don't even start that. <laughs> Notice that your uh our badges are U T orange and White. They are. It's kind of that? interesting. Go Vols.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> but we will definitely get together when we get back. It's good to have another Tennessean around, and I'm sure we will be talking more in the future.
0: Hells yeah. Hells yeah. All right, guys, we're going to be back with more interviews from the 25th Biennial FLEOA
3: National Conference here in
0: Maryland. Maryland? We in Maryland? Maryland. Maryland. Hey. 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 Hey, Nick. Yeah, what's going on, bud? So I think probably what most people did uh, after, you know, I kicked off those interviews is they fast forwarded to the end of the show to see if they were the winner. So well, that, surprise! That's not
1: how you're supposed. <laughs> that's not how you're supposed to play this game. you, no, you this. listen to the whole interview.
0: And and they know I'm sneaky like this too. So I'm sure some of them caught on. But I guarantee you, some of them went to the end. They're like, "Hey, they didn't announce the winner here. So that's right. We're gonna do it now." <laughs> All right, so let's do this, Nick. Let's do it. Let's get the silencer away, man.
1: Yep, you know, and, and this is one of those things where this actually was probably one of the hardest things to try and decide uh, who was going to get this, just because there were so many awesome, awesome entries.
0: A lot of great entries, a lot of great pictures, a lot of great uh, reasoning behind the pictures as well. And we've narrowed it down to two. Okay? And... Uh, We narrowed narrowed it down to Amber Peck, and Amber made a post, and I read it uh, earlier. You guys can go to Facebook, um, but she had a very heartfelt reasoning behind her post. You guys can go to the Facebook and see it. Uh, I've read it before. And then we had Katie, Katie Healy, who had several posts. She made several posts. So sheer volume alone. I think she actually did more than Austin. I think somebody actually outdid Austin on one of these, so... Uh, it's narrowed down to those two. So with the lady leadheads, heads, uh, the, the silencers down to the the lady leadheads. heads. And how are we going to decide who wins this?
1: Well, you know, we, we talked about this, and, and doing this is just coming down to a straight participation. And the fact that someone posted more than Austin.
0: <laughs> it's like, pretty, pretty impressive, right?
1: Like, Austin posts more talking lead stuff than you do. <laughs>
0: He actually does. I should hire him as my media person, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, will he work for, you know, Old Miller High Life and Stale Chips?
0: Champagne of beer? Come on now.
1: Yeah, I know. it's. I mean, we're classy.
0: That's right. That's right. I actually had a few of those. This We had a fish fry this weekend. And loaded up on uh, the Miller High Life. but that's another story that we can talk about. <laughs> so I guess what you're saying is that Katie is our winner. <laughs>
1: Yep, Katie is our winner. So uh, there you go.
0: Congratulations, yep. lead head Katie. You have just yep. won yourself a 22 silencer from Dooley Defense.
1: Yep, and uh, Katie, go ahead and send me an email at info at Dooley Defense, and uh, we'll get that worked out with how to ship to whoever the. He'll tell you dealer everything is. you
0: need to do to get the ball rolling to yep, get your, your 22
1: silencer. We'll get all that taken care of. Very
0: cool. So congratulations to Katie and thank you all again for your participation. Uh, listen to the end of the show because we've got more, still got more giveaways. We're not going to give anything else away this show, but we've got more giveaways. We've still got the X-Steel Targets gong. we got another $75 Glock code and the kel CP-33, which is also a 22.
1: It You know, it sure is.
0: It is a 22. And, and we're going to talk more about Caltech, too. So let's get back into these interviews, and Nick and I will be right back. All right, leadheads, we are back at the 25th Biennial Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, also known as FLEOA, national conference here in – and it's not – what's the name of this town?
4: College Park, Maryland. Is it
0: College Park? We're we're on the campus, actually, the campus of the University of Maryland, right? hmm Um. But somewhere in Baltimore. (laughs) Nearby Baltimore, yeah. Yeah. I flew into Reagan International. Is it international or national? Reagan National.
4: Reagan National. Yeah, that's probably 10 minutes from my house. Okay,
0: so it's real close. Mm -hmm. Joining me, and you guys may remember the voice from earlier this year at SHOT Show when we had uh, Al Mamprey, one of the last surviving members of the Band of Brothers who recently uh, passed away. God rest his soul, great loss to all of us, uh, but Tony Emanuele is here joining us with Medicine in Bad
4: Places. Welcome in, Tony. All right, thanks for having me. This is great. I don't great think to be we've, back.
0: we've actually talked about Medicine in Bad Places yet, have we? No,
4: no, have we, we haven't. about your company? Nope,
0: this will be the first time. Okay, so uh, we're going to learn about Medicine in Bad Places
4: uh, with Tony. So, Tony,
0: tell us about your, your
4: company. All right, so medicine, medicine bad places. We've been around coming up in about eleven years now. Uh, started in two thousand eight by my partner, actually, uh, Sean Solar. So um, kind of neat story how we met. He's a NYPD ESU, uh, so he's on their SWAT team. He's their one of their paramedics, and we met uh, probably about seven years ago. I took his class um, out in New York. I used to be a police officer in Indiana, and I was trying oh, to bring okay. medical training back to my department. So. Working on a small Are you apartment. from Indiana originally? Originally from, right outside Chicago. So uh, Chesterton, a little town called Chesterton in northwest Indiana, about 15 minutes from Gary, between Gary and Michigan City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a small, small town, but close enough to Chicago, so you get a lot no, of No, there's the, not a the lot action. of Italians
0: in Indiana, right?
4: Not at all, no. R- originally from <laughs> Chicago. So okay, that's so you originally from originally Chicago. born there and then grew out, moved out to the suburbs. You know, the, the gun law is a little bit better out there. The, oh, yeah. Like the crime's less and, uh, you know better cost of living so there you go there you go
0: so you and uh you, what was his name
4: uh so sean so, sean so Sola, you and yeah. sean
0: started medicine in bad
4: places so um, he so he actually started it back in 08 and then uh i went through his class became an instructor uh started teaching with him and then about two years ago we put on our own uh tactical medicine conference so the first time we've ever done that first time as far as i know anyone's done that mm-hmm. uh, we put that on in new york out in long island in January, and. Um, that was it. It went really well. And, um, he asked me if I wanted to be partners with him and became a part owner after that. There you go.
0: So differentiate a tactical
4: medical course versus just say a regular medical course. So, yeah. So what's interesting about our stuff is we teach people how to use whatever they have, uh, you know, very limited equipment, limited circumstances, just like your everyday carry stuff, whatever you have with you at the time, um, and How to, how to make improvise. the most of it. How to make the most of it, exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that teach this. There's PJs, there's doctors, there's all these great people that teach this stuff. But a lot of it's with more expensive, high-end gear, a lot of stuff that the average person can't afford. Right. We uh, we teach it for, you know, let's say you have no medical equipment, what could you use to improvise? What Can you use, um, you know, limited supplies right. that you can carry on yourself? Different types
0: of injury, injuries that you may Mm-hmm. run into
4: and a lot of it's active shooter and and you know shooting and blast injuries but it could also be um you know car accident, car accident. it could be a you know you're working out in the yard with some tools or you know any bar fight bar. <laughs> okay, i think yeah.
0: one broke out here last night uh we heard
4: <laughs> <laughs> good, good to have that stuff on hand when you got a right. bunch of cops around too so. right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sure there's probably a couple of trained professionals in that crowd but definitely uh so so you guys started this just a few years ago
4: so so yeah, so he's been around since oh eight, and then I I came on board and uh, about two years ago. But the big thing I brought to it is um, I was on the uh, the board of directors for the Indiana SWAT Association, so that's how oh, I, okay. I learned how to do all the com- how to run a conference basically, and kind of brought in the marketing side of it, doing social media and you know a lot of stuff. That Sean's a great instructor, but he he doesn't know how to do the uh, you know that side of it, the so. marketing side. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we the brought in kind of merge our talents together and uh he's a great instructor though he you, you come to his class and he um you're gonna walk out of there and learn something and he's just he's got a wealth of knowledge i mean he's he's been at 9-11 he's been at every major incident in new york so he's he's been a lot involved in a lot of stuff which uh we, we just
0: had the the anniversary of that mm-hmm. uh, 18 years i mean it's hard to believe it's been 18 years ago but uh when i flew in it was uh, the 18th anniversary mm-hmm. of 9/11. So um, do you guys travel all over the United States? We do. most of, on your...
4: Yeah, I'd say most of our training is New York and uh, Pennsylvania. We do a lot there, but we also teach in Vegas, and then we do uh, TAC Ops East and West, so we do D.C., Vegas, um, and then we'll come to you. If you, you know, a department, like we've gone up to Chicago, we've gone to different areas where a department will fly us out there, and we'll do training for them, and then we'll do uh, open enrollment classes. So now not only uh, EMS and law enforcement, first responders, we get a lot of civilians uh, that are coming. Yeah, I was going to ask,
0: is this, are you guys open to civilians too? So
4: Definitely. Yeah. And nice. that, that's really popular. I mean, and, and especially, you know, with like with your show, I mean, everybody knows uh, the names like Glock, um, you know, Smith and Wesson, Colt, all these, these firearm companies, but no one knows, you know, um, North American Rescue, TAC Med Solutions, <laughs> Combat Medical. And that's, right. But you know, you look at the, the crowd, I mean everybody's carrying weapons. Everyone has, I mean, right multiple weapons. They invest all this money, time into it, but a lot of people they got don't get their knives, they got their guns, they got Exactly. And I, I think stuff. this stuff's just as important to carry uh, Tasers. You know, to carry your uh you know, your TAC med kit on your you know, your everyday carry or yeah. in your car, or, you know, at least at your house, have it somewhere.
0: Now you guys also offer products. You've got a website and you sell um med products. So first first response type.
4: Exactly. Like and kit. So yeah. So we got into that. So we we were teaching our primary. Um, what we do with our business primary is teaching. But then we also sell. Um, we're distributors for all the major companies. So Tacmed Solutions, North American Rescue, Combat Medical uh, Rescue Essentials. And then what we did is we, we took our we made up our own kit. So we kinda give you just the essentials. We call it a it's an IFAC, but individual first aid kit. Mm-hmm. And what's neat about our IFAC, I got one sitting here. Okay. Um, if you use anything in here, we'll actually replace it for you. So that's probably oh, really? the coolest thing about it. So you know, a lot of people buy these uh, with you know, they spend their own money on it. Um, so you know, we want you to use this if you if you have to use it, all you do is just send us a report, you know, a police CMS report after you use it, we'll send a new one right out to you.
0: Very cool. No, no charge. No Free charge, because
4: you know at that point we want you to use the gear, and you know we'd rather have someone out there and uh, using our stuff, and then you know we w- we'll take your story and say, hey, you know we we had somebody to just use a tourniquet on someone to save a life. You know, we'd rather have you do that than. You know, we you know, some of that stuff's pretty expensive, so guys won't want to use yeah. it. You know? do you,
0: now, do you have different kits made up? Mm-hmm. Is this is a standard one that you have. This is like your your starter kit. That's we'll our say?
4: that's our that's pretty advanced kit, I'd say. But that's it's an advanced a, one? yeah, that one. So that one has a nasal airway and a chest seals, and then quick clot. And yeah, I was
0: going to read. So this this the components in this one. We've got uh, you got a SOF tourniquet. Am I reading this right? It's Small. So if I, so I, yeah, it's a they, yeah basically the soft the, tourniquet. The soft tourniquet you got the uh, modular bandage, O L A E S? The OLIAS, uh, they call it. OLIAS mm. modular bandage, 4 inch. You've got a beacon vented uh, chest seal, uh, 2 pack. You've got a quick clot bleeding control dressing. You've got a MPA 28F uh, with some lube. Is that the
4: nasal airway? The nasal so, airway mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Uh, nasal pharyngeal airway. Pharyngeal. So nasal don't ask passage. Me to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and
0: then you got gloves. You got in a large size. And I guess is that like standard? Just large. That, you put large in. Yeah, airway.
4: we yeah usually put large. And then if you notice, like ours are tan. So a lot of guys will carry the black gloves. Yeah. So what's what's good is you actually don't want to carry a darker glove because you want to be able to see blood. So if you're you're doing a blood sweep on a person, you want to carry a blue or a, a tan glove so You can see yeah. where you're looking. So. Especially if you're working in low light or low vis. Okay. And
0: what's uh, if I wanted to go buy one of these off your website? What
4: are we talking retailing these? So usually uh, we we do those for one hundred twenty dollars. Um, we could definitely. Uh, we'll probably just give you guys a discount code though, if you, could, you want to put it out there with the hell the yeah show. for the leadheads. Yeah, definitely. A yeah. We'll discount g- code yeah, we'll for leadheads. Give you guys a twenty percent off. So okay. Um, we'll we'll definitely and we'll just use. Uh,
0: well, I'll work with you off air, but uh, we usually just use uh, lead head. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that definitely. Lead head. So there you go, guys. Uh, and 120 bucks, and it's for life. Mm-hmm. It sounds like anytime you use it, you're going to replace whatever you use in it.
4: Exactly. And there, there's guys. You really, can't beat that. Yeah, I just sold one to a guy the other day. He was from Chicago PD, and he's like, "Man, I used three tourniquets in the last uh, the last oh, month. So maybe that was a bad idea. Right? But, you know, he bought one of mine, so I'm sure he'll be calling us soon. But
0: yeah, I was going to say, I can get expensive, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Not telling you how to run your business, but it's your <laughs> business.
4: <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, like I said, Sean and I do this out of our passion. We both have good jobs. We're both full time law enforcement officers. I'm in the military reserve, so I mean we that's our primary job. Right. Uh, this is this is a expensive hobby for us, but but we really enjoy it. So I mean But we, what
0: you're doing is is invaluable. I mean this mm-hmm. the knowledge that you're instilling in people and then of course encouraging them. You know, after you teach them how to use this, it's like, look, I man, if you guys got to use this stuff, I know oh, it's expensive. I'm gonna, you know, I got you covered. Definitely. You know, that's I don't I've never heard anybody do that before. It's you know, not so. <laughs> as far
4: as I know, there's no one else doing that right now. But yeah, I imagine it might get out there that you know it's a good idea. But you know, we we right. do a uh, we do a lot of sales with that, and um, you know, the big thing with our training too, with our classes, uh, we'll teach how to use everything that in that kid in the class, and even like that airway, I'll actually have you put that in me in in the class so like most people use a mannequin for that because it's it's not fun so you're using real people real people so everything's yeah i mean (laughs) you know we we don't know i want
0: a bunch of amateurs shoving something down my throat you know what i mean (laughs) one time
4: uh i had a pretty good bloody nose out of that but most of the time you know you kind of walk them through it but yeah so uh
0: talk about other products that you guys have on so you've got the the Mm Mm-hmm um you've got you do different kind of tourniquets. We do, yeah we do different kinds so talk about one, the
4: variety of tourniquets so yeah that one has the uh the soft tea tourniquet and then we have the north american rescue the cat tourniquet so that one i mean i've been carrying that in the military for about 14 years now they've had that mm-hmm. um really standard one too that's a really good one we recommend um there's a few other ones out there those are the two most popular but we, we carry both of those but we pretty much carry everything there's another company uh, combat medical mm-hmm. they just released a tourniquet it's a little bit bigger um, tourniquet, but they uh, theirs is really nice. I got one over here. Um, it's a lot wider, and they just came up with these the TMT tourniquet. So this mm-hmm. this just got approved. So okay, um, we only carry stuff that's approved by the Committee of Ta- Tactical Combat Casualty Care because it's it's got known you. to work. It's certified. It's you know it's been tested uh, in the field, and a lot of this stuff, all the same stuff here, is deployed with the military. So that's where we have you from. used the Rats tourniquet? we do not use that one. So that one's not on that list. Um, Mm -hmm. but have you used it? I have used it. Yeah. So there's pros and cons. It's, it's one of those things I'd rather have that than nothing else. Mm -hmm. I mean, we teach these classes from everyone from special forces operators down to teachers, Mm -hmm. and they can all learn how to use this pretty easily where I think the rats requires a little more training. So yeah, you could use that. And then, uh, the other one I like to use, actually, I have it here in my, my bag and, um, the other one's the swat t tourniquet so mm-hmm. this one it's basically oh you know what i actually used in my last class as a demo but it's basically a big rubber band it looked like an inner tube of a tire mm-hmm. so that's uh the swat t that one works really well and we we've done that one on canines and gotcha. uh in yeah animals like, yeah. yeah i was mm-hmm. gonna
0: say works on uh, canines and whatnot too so you've got what is this uh, this uh, thing you've got everything attached to that
4: thing's really neat so a company called filster uh, Mm-hmm. They make uh, holsters, and that's the Filster flat pack. So that actually um, designed for uh, holding really anything, but it's got... um just bungee. Yeah, bungeed on there, and then, you know, I slip that in my backpack and uh, put that's all your like med gear on there. like a
0: Kydex or something like that material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make great it just stuff. slides in and out of your bag. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's I'll really take nice. And you of could, that.
4: Yeah, definitely, and you could put different, you know, different kit on there. So, like, you know, this one, you, they make them color-coded. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, so... But yeah those are just a a little variety of the products and then like I was telling you earlier um we got hooked up with uh nine line before, so they do all of our t- shirts for us so they've they've come up with some really cool designs we sell those on the website too so those guys uh so
0: they do they design the stuff for you your logos mm hmm
4: yeah, they have done uh they've done a few shirts for us and sweatshirts and you know it's cool because we uh we have a pretty decent social media following online so a lot of our uh you know our people will buy the different t-shirts and stuff and you know just to show their support. speaking of
0: uh, while while we're doing the interview our listeners can go and, and look at this stuff what's your give your website and your social media so they can
4: so yeah our our website is uh, www and then our social media is Medicine in Bad Places ORG. So we run a Facebook and then Instagram.
0: Cool. So guys, go give them a, give them a like, let them know that you're a leadhead, and uh, use that discount code that they're going to have set up. By the time you hear this, it'll be set up. It's going to be leadhead, and you're going to get 20%, 20% off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. Very nice. Thank you for doing that.
4: Yeah, anything. And i will go for our tourniquets, our IFACs, any of our gear on there. Um, you know, uh, t-shirts, anything they want on there. Yeah. So,
0: so what about training classes? If they want to take a training class with you, do they go on the website and yes, yeah, see, so if, what, so see yeah. what you're offering, or they can get with you. And if they want to do like a group of people, talk to you about custom doing maybe a class or
4: something. Exactly. So yeah, we we have a couple coming up. Um, we do custom ones, or we'll do them for your department or agency, or um, like I said, a or lot a group of it's of a lot of it's a group of civilians and. And uh, we're doing one uh, our first uh, live fire open enrollment one's coming up um, on actually November fifth, and it'll be in New York, um, uh, November second actually. So that one is the first time we're running that. So we're basically we'll be doing live fire training, and then we'll also incorporate so how to shoot with a tourniquet on, how to um, oh, wow. say when your arm's disabled, how to transition to your other arm, and then you know shoot bilaterally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, different things where you're moving under fire and then Very performing, cool. uh, you know, the teacher will see concepts while we're doing that. So. And you're doing this in New York? That one will be, it's about an hour north of uh, New York City. Okay. So uh, it's the Paladin Training Center. Um, they have like a nice... You're going to be doing uh, handguns, rifles? That one will be handguns. This, this is our first time doing that um, for an open enrollment. And then mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a, a rifle one, a, a combo one later on.
0: Okay. So you're going to actually put a tourniquet on and then...
4: Yeah, then I have to yeah I have to uh, shoot with that hand and, and that's then to hurt uh, like then, <laughs> Oh yeah, it hurts. Yeah, if you're if you're putting this on right, it's gonna hurt like hell. So it's, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, but it's good, you know, because it 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 simulates that we stress out you know our our, our people a little bit, put them under stress. A lot right. of our scenarios, we'll use uh, role players. We'll use um, you know the last one we did was in New York. We had a, a whole um, we actually had subway cars that we used on. Mm-hmm. There's a like a fire uh, a, a fire department training center out there we filled all the subway cars with smoke we had a, a bunch of the fire explorers come out we put moulage and role player makeup on them and stuff and <laughs> you know these these people walked in there and it looked you like a some, real incident i was
0: going to say you you do some pretty realistic um training scenarios. So. Yeah,
4: we try and stress them out so that way when they see this in real life, they'll, you know, they'll know what to expect and right. they'll, they'll at least have some kind do of Do you do
0: the uh, the firearms uh, incorporate the firearms training with the civilian courses?
4: Yes, yeah, so that that one coming up in November. That is a that, civilian. That'll course? be the first one that we're doing with civilians. Okay. The rest of them have all been with law enforcement.
0: So the the firearm laws in New York, um, how does that how does that work with what you guys are doing?
4: So, the- yeah, it's uh so they um they're pretty strict up there, but they have... Um, the place that we're doing it actually is a range already, and they have all the permits for all that stuff. So um, with with that, um, you know, we really haven't had that issue come up since it's a pistol class. I think with some of the... When we're doing the long gun, we'll probably move that over to Pennsylvania or another right. state that's a little more friendly.
0: Yeah, I, that makes sense. Um, and the reason I was asking is if somebody came in from out of state and that mm-hmm. they were bringing their handgun, I'd, like um, flying into to Baltimore or Maryland, they don't. there's not a reciprocity here. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't bring mine, even though well, I got a permit. You know.
4: So, yeah, so you could have it but to carry it around. So you could fly. There's a federal law that allows you to fly, like, you know, kick it anywhere, but then to actually carry it on you unless that state's right. reciprocal. Yeah, then New, New York's not friendly for that, unfortunately. Okay. I mean, even being law enforcement, I've gotten held up in New York before. It's not a right. friendly place for that.
0: But this range will have, I guess, if somebody wanted to come in, they'll have the... the firearms there and they can oh definitely if somebody, somebody
4: need a weapon we we have all that stuff and they have them there too so we we can cool. hook them up with that
0: okay cool so that's good to know as far as the the flying because i've i couldn't carry it but i could i could bring it into the state mm-hmm. i could fly in and then i would have to i guess keep the ammo separate from the yeah the and have it locked in a case and have it locked mm-hmm. in a case if i was going to be Moving around the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Yeah, I, I fly pretty often with mine. A lot of like we go to a lot of the tactical training conferences, and yeah. I was just in Orlando uh, last week for the or a couple weeks ago for NTOA, mm-hmm. and we go to a lot of these conferences. So I, I haven't really had any too many problems. Yeah. But
0: well, if I if it's a state that I can, you know, it's reciprocal, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I'll definitely take mine and I'll carry. But um, I just didn't bring it here because I know it couldn't carry. So. Oh
4: yeah, no, I I understand, and that's that's one of the things in our class. Like we you know we recommend. Um, you know, we we're very uh, pro Second Amendment. We want everyone to carry weapons oh, and, yeah. and carry medical gear. It's it's the same thing, but that's that's what we get on people about. We'll have people in our class, and you'd be surprised the amount of law enforcement that actually doesn't carry off duty. And we'll say, "Hey, you guys are trained. You have a weapon. Right. Why are you not carrying this?" There's a lot of civilians that would, carry it you know, all
0: day long. I'll yeah. I'll yeah, carry it when I'm off duty. Yeah, I mean, and, you You're know, all those excuses. There's tons isn't?
4: of people that would love to have that ability to do that. Sure, you know, so why would you not? take advantage of that you have that position yeah. you know and like where
0: we are now i mean all these guys are federal mm-hmm. law enforcement and they can carry anywhere mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's so right They're, I'm, they're I'm federal exempt. so we're same. you're federal so you yeah, so carry yeah. Yeah. yeah
4: so i mean every time you know 99 of the time i'm carrying but you know and same with sean he's same thing and but but it also goes with the medical gear i mean i pulled this out of my backpack that's always in there i mean right you know i have this stuff on me. Do you
0: have a personal um kit that you carry
4: on your body so we do. Uh, I don't have it with me right now. We did develop a uh, like an ankle kit that we have. So yeah, there, there's talk a couple about of those. That. those are pretty neat. It's it's basically kind of the uh, the premise of an ankle holster, and that'll carry your tourniquet, your quick clot, and also uh, a bandage on there. So you could put a compression bandage on there, and that's nice. too. Um, actually, literally, as you came up uh, to my booth, I was emailing a teacher from my old high school that emailed me about um, purchasing one of those because oh, a lot nice. of a lot of people now. You know, in the schools, they want it. They want to have this kind mm-hmm. of equipment there. So we we've actually done some training for some schools. Um, the schools, I'll I'll be honest with you, we don't really uh, mark up any of our stuff. It's more of a we just like to do that right. because you know the public s- service kind of thing. Exactly. So yeah, I've done I've outfitted my nephew's school down in Florida and Sweet. my old high school. I donated a kit to them, gave them a bunch of training. So that that's something that we just do. You know, um, you know, Heck yeah, it's, man. it's something we like to do. That's for awesome.
0: That's awesome. Medicine in bad places, lead Check them out. Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, their website. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off your purchase there. And then, uh, like Tony said, on their IFAC, is it just the IFAC? they use anything in that? That's the one you're replacing? Yes. Or do they uh, use yeah, anything? So,
4: uh, just the IFAC. So the okay. IFAC. So either yeah, let's IFAC. Let's clarify
0: that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, the IFAC is It's just a good thing to have because that's going to have everything you would need in there. And then, you know, the biggest thing, too, is uh, we'll, we'll recommend it. It's just like buying, a uh, you know, a firearm you're going to buy it go out and train with it so if you're going to buy a kit come out take one of our classes learn how to use everything in there because you'll you'll leave that class with a, a good knowledge right. of how to use that
0: and what are we talking as far as price wise on your classes i don't think we discussed
4: that. they're uh they're not bad actually so our, our class is normally 189 without the ifat kit for eight hours of training and then we throw lunch in there and then um usually with the kit in the class it's about 250 okay. depending on where it's at but yeah Pretty good prices for, for what we do. Um, is that like know, a
0: one-day, two-day course? It's
4: a w- one-day. So we do one day a one-day. There is a two-day course as well, but that's if you're ready You have, like, medical training. It's a little more, more advanced. advanced. So that's how you cut into the throat to do um oh, the different airways there. Now do you – are you the guinea pig for that too? No, <laughs> no, no. no I'm looking for stitches <laughs> we, on your throat. We use <laughs> uh, like a pig trachea for that, so – so, but yeah, there's you know a little bit more advanced how to do a needle decompression. Right. Um, so a little bit more advanced stuff, but um, good training though. You know, if you if you have that nice. medical background.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on. It's great hearing about your company, and thank you for offering the discount to our listeners. I know That uh, a lot of them will be taking advantage of that, and and guys definitely looking uh, looking to getting a course with Tony and and Sean. Uh, maybe get them to come out to your area, get a group of people together, because this is the type of training that you're going to need, you know. I mean, yes, with your firearms, train, 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 but you're going to need medical training uh, far more often um, than you're going to need to to use your firearm. So get that medical training. Definitely.
4: Definitely. Thanks for having me, Marty.
0: Yeah, bud. Appreciate it. Well, Medicine in bad places. Check them out. All right, so that does it for our interviews from the 25th FLIOA National Conference a uh, great lineup there that we had. There were uh, some other companies that we weren't able to get on while we were there. And we're going to try and get them on at a later date. Uh, Buck was there. Buck Knives was there. They sold a ton of, of knives. Whether They were doing like a special 50% off uh, on the knives that he brought. And he did a custom FLEOA uh, just for that conference where it engraved their logo. And C.J. Buck... Actually, hand-signed. You can see that. I'm showing Nick this knife right now. And I posted some pictures on uh, Instagram while I was there. 150 of, the, 50 of these that he hand-signed himself.
1: Now, that is awesome.
0: Yeah. So, I got one. I was lucky enough to get one. Uh, but they sold out of those quick. Uh, there there weren't any of those left. And then he had a bunch of other knives. They had their new line of pursuit uh, hunting line of knives. Sold a lot of those but check them out, Buck Knives, great supporters of the podcast. We're going to be in their booth again next year, 2020 at Shot Show. So I expect Dooley and the gang.
1: Uh, we'll be through and the man on the street again.
0: There we go, my man on the street. Very cool. So uh, take take advantage of those discount codes. Uh, first Tactical hit you guys up with one in part one. So you go back and you can listen to that, but I'll give it to you. It's FLEOA, F-L-E-O-A. That's a code that they had just set up for FLEOA, but he went ahead and extended that to talking lead listeners as well. So you lead heads, you're going to get 25% off anything from First Tactical. And they're going to donate an additional 10% to FLEOA just by using that code.
1: That is awesome.
0: So, you and I were talking uh, a little bit off air, and uh, you were talking about how much of a, you know, I call it gear queer. I'm a gear queer. You know, I've said it before. Don't mean anything derogatory, you know, by that. Oh, yes.
1: The, the, the gear do, gear queer, the however Geirdo, you want to say. Gear
0: it. queer, you know, whatever. And First Tactical has a ton of stuff. They've got everything from bags, apparel. They've got knives now. They've got flashlights, uh, all kinds of cool stuff that that 25% discount code I guarantee you you're going to find something that you got to have, and that's 25 uh, off is going to be huge.
1: Oh, definitely, and and I I know that uh, in my household we have a a, a bag and pack problem. You know, yeah. Well, I guess it's only a problem if you say it is.
0: do if you uh, admit to it, right?
1: Yeah. Man, I've got
0: I've got bags still in the plastic that I haven't opened. It's like <laughs> I'm trying to, to wear this one. one out so I can get to this one. You know.
1: And then I'm like, oh, but that one looks so awesome, or. This will be really good for this one situation. I need to use it for every six months.
0: Right. Or, you know, this will make a great gift for someone, but it's too cool and I don't want to give it away. <laughs> so.
1: I, I, I understand the you pain. Know,
0: you know the pain. You feel my pain. I do. Uh, and then, of course, Medicine in Bad Places just hit you guys with an, another awesome discount code exclusive to you, Leadheads. And it's talking lead. So if you use talking lead, you're gonna get twenty percent off any of their products that they sell. Go to their website and uh, put that code in. And remember on their IFACs, if you use anything in their IFAC pack, they're gonna replace it at no additional cost to you.
1: you so, know, and that is, that's that unheard is of. huge. It's
0: unheard of. It's crazy. And they're they're only like 120 bucks as far as the yep. IFAC packs go anyway. And then talking lead fifteen. That's going to get you 15% off any of their training courses. So go to their website, see their schedule. Like I said, they've got a, a shooter's class coming up that they're going to implement some tactical.
1: Some TCCC type stuff, tactical, tactical casualty combat care.
0: Yeah, so what they're going to do is they're going to put like a tourniquet on your leg or your arm, and then you got to go shoot with that tourniquet on. So uh, it's going to be pretty cool. So they've got those classes. They've got other ones. If you want them to come to you, Get in touch with Tony, and uh, they'll work something out. If you've got a group of people that you want to train, civilian, uh, if you're law enforcement, if you're military, uh, they do it all. So uh, get in touch with them and use Talking Lead 15, 15% off training. So, I mean, I, I'm pounding the pavement for you lead heads, to get you these awesome deals from these companies, and I expect you to take advantage of those. So use them or we lose them is how the old saying goes, Right.
1: I believe that is the, the common vernacular.
0: So that being said, ASP USA, the, uh, the dual fuel flashlights that I've been trying out, You know, they sent me uh, several of those. I've been trying those out. They gave away three of those. Three of you lead heads were lucky enough to win those. 20% off any of their lights or light accessories. Lead 20. So go and use these codes or I'm not going to get them anymore. They're not going to give them to me if you people aren't using them. And I mean you people. Is that derogatory? When I say you people? I don't think so. Sometimes that's a human resource issue, but you leadheads <laughs> use these codes. Uh, get your family, your friends, your buddies, you know, listen to the show. Use these codes. Modern Spartan systems, TLCP 15, 15% off 15% goes to camp Patriot. So another one where you're getting the benefit of it and your purchase is going to help an awesome nonprofit organization, that, that helps our our uh, military, men and women. TLCP-15, Modern Spartan Systems, 15% off, 15% goes to Camp Patriot. Just like uh, First Tactile is giving 25% off, 10% goes to Fleoa. Uh, and then don't forget our Toxic Man interview that we did a couple episodes ago. They've got a giveaway that they're going to be doing. I guess it's on their third podcast, I think is what they said. I'm supposed to be on that. I don't know. I haven't heard from them. Uh, so I may or may not be on that, but they're going to be giving away a mug or something like that. Some sort yep, of.
1: they're, they're aluminum. engraved aluminum beer mug or beer cup, something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: something, something pretty cool. So uh, make sure you guys go check them out, the Toxic Man. And then stay tuned because we've still got the x Targets Gong, the Glock 75 Code, and the Caltech CP33 to continue the Talking Lead 300th episode celebration. And uh, yep. that'll wrap it up once I give that stuff out. That's all, that's all I'm doing for that promotion.
1: You know, but it really has been like a summer of winning.
0: Right? You know, I mean, we're always giving stuff away here. Always taking care of our listeners. And all I ask in return is that you take care of our sponsors, our friends of the show, our guests. Go and show them love. And how do they show people love in this day and age, Nick?
1: Well, generally, I show people love the, the most way that people want it. it isn't even by like a hearty handshake and a hello. It's by going and following them on social media and engaging in all their posts, liking, comment, and sharing.
0: Right. And like I said last episode, with our community, the 2A community, you know, people who love their Second Amendment rights, their constitution, their country. You know, they're they're really choking us down on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and it's harder for us to get our message out, even though we are the majority of America. You know, this is what the, what you want to hear. This is what the majority of the people want to hear is what we're talking about and what we're giving out. They're choking us down because they, they are the minority, but yet they have the most control over, you know, our social media. So the only way to combat that is for you guys, the leadheads, the lead head girls, guys and girls, go out and support our sponsors, our friends of the show. Repost their post, like their post. Tell your family and friends to go and do the same. Same thing with the podcast. You know, uh, thank God, you know, iTunes and iHeartRadio hasn't started doing this yet, uh, but I see it coming. You know, I, I think it'll probably we'll see we'll see that at some point in time. But you know, for our, our Facebook, our Instagram, like our post, reshare our post. Uh, it means a lot. So uh, you know that that helps with our sponsors. That helps us get more sponsors, better sponsors. It helps us get these discounts. So yep. as they're seeing that these discounts are being used and people are actually uh, enjoying them, they're going to give us more and better discounts and giveaways and stuff like that for the show. But I need you, leadheads, to show them that you're hearing and that you are enjoying and that you really appreciate what they are doing.
1: Yep. The more you like and share, the more those algorithms start moving more towards our side.
0: That's right. That's right. And you can't, can't hide those algorithms, can you? Are they like statistics? Can they be padded? Can algorithms be padded? I'm sure they probably can somehow, manipulated.
1: I mean, probably, but that's why people way smarter than me.
0: And as you probably noticed, uh, if you're one of those types that fast-forwards to the end of the show... We haven't given anything away yet, have we?
1: You know, you know hint, we sure hint, haven't. Hint, hint, They're going to have to find it.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. So, that being said, Modern Spartan Systems. Go and show them super, super duper love. Sponsored of the show for, I don't know how many years now. I mean, we've been doing this for seven years, but they've been a part of the show pretty much since we started. Uh, always been supporting and, and uh, showing you Leadhead's love. ModernSpartanSystems.com. Use that discount code. Keltec.
1: Keltec. Leaders and in firearms innovationists. They come along with great new products. Always something exciting coming from them.
0: And speaking of, they just came out with a new 22. It's the P17. It's their 22LR Compact. So just off the heels of their CP33, which absolutely love that CP33, in which we're going to be giving one of those away.
1: Yep. The, it, that. That new pistol looks really interesting because it's in the same vein of that, uh, like MP compact or the Ruger SR22, yeah. And that and that smaller compact sign of you know what what you might call a grown-up 22 or a trainer 22 to use at a place where you know it's about the same size as a lot of your carry guns, yeah. Then you can shoot that inexpensive ammo, but with the difference of that is well you know it's what people call 22 a, a mouse you know it's a, oh it's a mouse gun because it's just a 22. You know, nobody wants to leak one, but uh, the fact you have a 22 in that same size that, that holds 17 rounds, I mean, that's amazing because they use that same technology they used from the CP33 making that magazine work in such a small frame.
0: Right. And it's also suppressor or silencer capable. It's got a threaded barrel, so you can put a, a silencer on it. Uh, and it's really compact. And, the you know, the best thing about it, it's – MSRP is 199 so you know you can pick them up for cheaper than that.
1: Yep. You know, it's, 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 this is going to be a great thing to have.
0: Yeah. So the, P, the P17, check it out. Have you seen the CP33 with a silencer on it? It looks completely badass.
1: I mean, I'd say it looks like something out of a science fiction movie, but most of those guns don't look that cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. It looks really cool. So I'm excited for one of you leadheads uh, to win this. We haven't told you how to go and do this yet. We're still, um, it's going to be like our last thing that we give away. So we still got the gongs to go. and We got the Glock $75 gift code. Uh, I'll be telling you how you can participate to be eligible for those coming up soon, but not this episode. Is that everything? Oh, and then I've still got Safari Land discount codes, 40% off Safari Land. So if you uh want to go to Safari Land and get you a 40% discount, big fat discount on your purchase. Uh and a lot of you I mean I've given hundreds of these away already. I only got a few left. I'm showing Nick here. This has got a little like a half a stack of these left. Maybe
1: Yep. And, maybe and, and 50.
0: You know that, I don't know. It's probably not even 50 there left, but
1: that 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 40% off is a huge discount. That's what I was like if you're if you're thinking about getting into competition shooting or something like that, you know, like those those kits that they make are are amazing, and that's what all the, some of the best guys in the industry, are, you know, in the the competition world, yeah, run that gear, right? And, I mean, they've got good can, quality
0: products, they, and they've got a full line of of different things there too. You know, they're not just holsters.
1: Yeah, it's it's not just competition gear. Or Well, you know, they have a lot of it. I I personally run a Safariland Land double belt system. Oh yeah. Yep. I I, I have for. For years now, I've run a, a Safariland double belt system. When I first started getting into competition shooting, that's what I picked up. And I've used that for five years now.
0: You know, they do body armor. I didn't know they did body armor. I don't I don't know if they'll sell it to uh, the private sector.
1: Yeah, they, they do a little bit of everything. That, that Safariland group is, has some amazing products.
0: Comms and hearing protection, holsters and gear uh they've got pouches cases they've got belts and keepers like you were talking about mounting systems gear bags they've got some lighting knee and elbow pads i mean they got a whole line of stuff here so to go go check them out safari land group and if you see something there you're like ooh, i want that get in touch with me and i mean while they last uh, i just sent one i just sent one out again today it's 40 off and that's thanks to our good buddy keith garcia uh, he was on a few episodes ago and uh he was generous enough to give us a whole big. I mean, it was several hundred of these things. So, I mean, I've been giving them out like like candy, and we're just down to a few more. So, get in touch with me, talking.gmail.com. if you want one. Just say I want I'd like to have a Safari Land code, and uh, I'll hook you up. We got some events coming up. I know the IRAC Veteran YouTube shoot's coming up in October. Uh, don't think I'm going to make that because I'll be coming right off the heels of that hunt in Texas with Sheepdog Impact Assistance. We're taking uh, some Vietnam veterans out for a hog hunt, so I'm really looking forward to that. I don't know the um, temperature really of doing interviews with those guys. Uh, I'm just gonna go hang out with them. I'm not gonna be doing interviews, probably do some pictures and stuff like that. but after I get to meet them and if they're cool with it and they want to do you know come on the podcast, I think it'd be cool to get them on and uh, just just talk with them and then we've got another event with Sentry Arms, Nick coming up. It's going to be a media only event. So, if any of my media friends are out there listening, it's going to be the week of the seventeenth, October seventeenth.
1: Are you going to play with that uh, Vis- Viscamore?
0: They've they've got, of course. You know, Century also uh, handles Canic, so yep. there there is a new Canic coming out. We're definitely going to have that there. It's going to be before the Iraq vet shoot. They're going to Iraq vet, but they're going to stop in Nashville first. And we're going to have an opportunity to shoot that. And they're going to bring some of their sentry arm stuff too. So I can't say what all, but we're going to have bang bangs there. We're going to be shooting. There's going to be food. There's going to be drink. There's going to be a good time had by all. And it's going to be in
1: one of the the most underrated pistols around there really if you want to get a, a high quality striker fired handgun Canic might be the best entry level option out there
0: yeah and I think this is probably just as good time as any to go ahead and announce it but Sentry Arms is the new sponsor of the Talking Lead ak what? yes Century Arms uh, been in, been in talk with them uh, our good buddy Adam Ranala who used to be with Palmetto State Armory is now over at Century Arms, and uh, they have stepped up to be the presenting sponsors of the Talking Lead AK Corner. So That we, is awesome. We may or may not be doing some AK Corner stuff during that week uh, as well. So for all those who have been chomping at the bit, who have been at me, Wednesday AK Corner, AK Corner coming, Wednesday AK Corner Season 2 coming, coming. Uh, it's coming. And uh, it's gonna be awesome. so we've got we've got Century. We've got, you know, we'll probably talk a little bit about some Canic stuff, but uh, uh, we've got, you know, Jim Fuller's gonna come back. We've talked to Jim Fuller. Uh, we're gonna have some new people on, but it's gonna be another twelve episode season. Uh, and we're gonna be giving stuff away every episode.
1: So, that is awesome.
0: So there you go. Uh, I'm getting the cat out of the bag. Uh, I may, may be premature. Uh, Adam may have wanted to come on and do it, but I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait any longer. Well, I've been holding this back too long.
1: Well, that, you know, October, you're getting closer and closer into fall. And as we all know, fall's when uh, PSL starts coming out. And I'm not talking about pumpkin spice lattes. And also,
0: Occam Defense is uh, stepping up as one of our supporting sponsors. Uh, and there'll be some more that we can uh, can make some announcements on, uh, but our good you buddy know, Brian over at Occam Defense uh, that 1775, which mine should be coming any day now.
1: Yep, I see they are shipping rifles now, so that that's that's a huge accomplishment. All the things those guys have done over there they've they've been putting in time and work like no other.
0: Yeah, yeah, Brian is a definitely a hard worker, smart dude too. So uh, he'll be we'll be getting him back on the show, uh, and and lots more. So. For the AK Corner, if you've got guests uh, that you would like to have on the AK Corner that you want to hear from, if you've got a certain topic that you want us to uh, to get into to talk about, TalkingLeadGmail.com, uh, AK Corner Season 2, S2, something along those lines. And uh, like I said, just like we did last time, if you were listening, if you're participating and you're being involved and you're being engaging with us and our uh, fellow leadheads on the social medias, uh, then that's how you get eligible to win stuff. So might as well go ahead and start now, and pad your stats, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that that's it, man. I, I wanted to get that out, but that's it, man. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for all the the support that you've given the show over the years, man. I really appreciate it. Probably one of the most fortunate things I ever did was run into you. It was at NRA, right?
1: Uh, no. First time I ran into you was at Shot Show. Was it, it Shot Show? Four years ago. You're. It was uh, the first year you didn't have the secret room.
0: Okay. And it was at a restaurant. I was at a table yep. over here. You were over here. I was dead yep. tired. <laughs> And, yep,
1: and, and, and then I heard that big, I,
0: uh, that big bolstering voice.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. My, my wife was sitting there going, are you really calling them out? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Mexican restaurant. We were the only eight people in there and they, I
0: know it was your table see. and it was ours. T- Y'all were sitting in a booth and then we were like sitting over here at a, at a, like they had to pull some tables together for us, but yep. uh, and you had your big cowboy hat on.
1: Yep, that's that's pretty much a standard. Anytime I'm not in the house.
0: Yeah, I rem- I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, uh, Katie. Congratulations on the silencer and uh, lead heads. I mean, we're always giving stuff away, and I try to make it exclusive to our listeners. That's why I don't tell on you know when I do these social media posts. I'm not saying hey use this discount code or uh, this is what you got to do to be eligible for this giveaway because I want. I want listeners to be rewarded for listening to the show. So that's that's kind of I mean I could I could get a lot more participation if I you know just hit everything up on the social media and said this is what you got to do, uh, but I don't think that's fair to the people who are actually listening. So for now we're going to keep doing it that way. So as long as you guys are participating and being involved and showing the love, uh, you know we're going to keep everything the way
1: it is. There you go.
0: Nick, any parting words for your fellow that hits?
1: You know, I don't have any today other than uh, the world we live in is it's always, you know, always an interesting place to be, and we never know what's happening next. So uh, make sure you get some training.
0: Train, 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 train. Train with your firearms, get medical training, learn math. I mean, whatever. I mean, you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just never know.
1: Learn math so you can attack those algorithms for us.
0: That's right. That's right. But any questions, talkinglead at gmail.com. Your jack wagons, your leadhead heroes, send those in. Always love hearing from you leadheads. Nick, again, a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for the giveaway. I know our leadheads appreciate it. Go show Dooley defense some love. Have him out. Have him train you. Nick does training. Give them your, uh, your contact info.
1: Yep. Uh, easiest way to get a hold of us is either through Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Dooley Defense. Oh, it's just duly Defense across all the different social medias. We, I guess we don't do Twitter because who does Twitter? But uh, I don't. I
0: mean, it automatically posts to Twitter. So.
1: And then uh, info at defensecom is the email to get a hold of us, and, and we'll help you out in any way we can. There so you go, Lead Heads. So that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. As always, until the next episode, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close.
0: And your firearms closer and use those discount codes so we can get more, 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 more.